and welcome to The Discourse, the podcast where my co-host and boyfriend Mark is a real mean douche to me for no reason. (laughs) Just before we clap. Yes, and? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Uh, as I'm sure you could... Sorry? Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I had a terrifying moment when we were doing the clap where Time Dot is literally froze at the seconds. And I was like, I hope this is Here we go. That's, that, yep, that's a reoccurring fear for me all the time, is every time it freezes, I'm like, I'm just gonna, mm. Anyway, as you can tell by how much worse this opening is, Holly's back. Hello, hi. Woo, Holly's awake! <laughs> Holly woke up, Holly locked the cats out of the bedroom and went to bed before midnight last night. I thought you, I thought something had happened to you. <laughs> It's, instead of instead of being woken up repeatedly by one of my cats very lovingly sitting on my chest until two in the morning, like mm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. The thing is, I have been begging you to go to sleep before three a.m. for the past like week, <laughs> and you have stubbornly refused every fucking time. And now I have something to do in the morning, so I just went to bed early. I can do that. I'm magic. Well, I, Holly, I, I won't lie. Allow me to reiterate, you're a dumb asshole and I hate you. <laughs> oh. I won't lie. Last time when Mark said, oh yeah, Holly only got five hours of sleep. I, I, this says more about me. I was like, oh, I, that's my normal amount of oh, sleep. Oh no, truly. No. Yeah, like I, I wasn't going to dunk on, on Holly, but I think I slept the same amount last time. Holly likes, Holly <laughs> likes at least eight. Like, at, okay. <laughs> yeah. Man, Holly that's a valid. luxury for me. Holy shit. God. I understand, but also I'm a grumpy, sleepy bitch all of the time. Anyway, with me is Mark. Hello, I'm here. Um, uh, Julie. Hello. And Jess. Hi. And this week, we have read almost up to the end of uh, Weird Sisters, and uh, fuck, this was a good, this was a good bit. These have all been pretty good bits. It's it's almost like the end of the book is coming up, but a lot of stuff is coming together right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, we're finally Terry getting... discovered pacing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was I was like getting nervous as I was starting to read this section because I was like, "Is the pacing going to get weird here, or is it going to be good?" And I was like, "Okay, it's fine." <laughs> like I, I expected to get like a weird jump or something, and I was like, mm, "I feel like something weird's about to happen." No, the weird jump was in like the last reading when yeah. Uh, yeah, fifteen years passed. <laughs> it is. It's, it's weird though because last time I feel like the pacing was very slow, but we got all that world building stuff, and then in this mm. one we kind of hurried through a bunch of things. Like yeah, so it's we we slowed down a lot to speed up a lot, which I guess is fine. Like I think we've gotten to a good point. Um, Almost yeah. Alice in Wonderlandian. Mm, perhaps. Um, Holly, do you have thoughts on, on the last reading you'd like to share before we, we go on? I don't have many, partly because all I've got, aside from the reading I did three weeks ago, uh, is the episode that I listened to uh, last n- a couple nights ago at work. Mm-hmm. I don't have much other than yeah, I, I like really love like the whole flying around Lanker bit. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's cool. Um, the first kiss, the, the, the two kisses, like, between Magrat and, um, the fool, uh, that was a sweet moment. Other than that, yeah, like, not, a, like, not a lot happened, is the thing. 
Yeah. I just, you just like old ladies doing action sequences, and who doesn't? Yeah. Like that fucking, like the bit from Castle in the Sky, uh, Doza rules. I love her. I, I love uh, that, that Terry was brave enough to give us old women doing action sequences, you know. Yeah, I, what? that's why people <laughs> like uh, Fury Road so much. Truly, yes. That's why people right. like Helen Mirren in the hit uh, two movies, Red and Red 2. <laughs> the Red movies <laughs> aren't yes, bad. Both of those hits. No, they aren't. I, lo- I, okay. I do love I Hel- Helen Mirren in those them. movies, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's... I don't think I've ever heard of those movies. Uh, they're, the thing. they're decent. It's about like old i almost said old hitman retired, but helen, like, mirren, helen mirren is there um retired assassins who come back for yeah. one last job and huh. i i forget the name of um the korean actor who's in that movie but he's oh byung hyun lee yeah one. oh he's a I, he, yes he's a smoke show the fact that he's <laughs> the fact that he, <laughs> but the fact that he is set up as a big bad and then for the entire movie he's just upset that they stole his private jet i love that he's great <laughs> But, um, anyway, on the subject of, um, the last episode that I was not on, I do actually have a couple things I can, or at least one thing that I can, not a couple, that I can lend fucking Holly expertise to. Mm-hmm. Um, oh first, uh, the subject of does Dun Manifestin ever show up again? Uh, not really. I think the most in-depth we ever get was that bit with the board game from sorcerer no the color of magic yeah yeah it was it was way long ago which i'm kind of disappointed that he doesn't dig into that more then oh like i mean the gods get brought up a lot again but like they don't really we don't really get a done manifest in scene sure um the other thing orcs um we do in fact have orcs orc lore orc lore orc lore orc Orc lore So that's one of our vocal warm-ups. God, my lore is also about orcs. <laughs> that's 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 Julie's Warhammer 40k model <laughs> model painting. Oh <laughs> no, I I don't have orcs yet, but they're making new ones, and I'm scared that I'm gonna start an 18th army or some shit because oh, I'm done. Oh god, <laughs> I love that. Um. Anyway, so as far as I can tell. Orcs really only come up in one Discworld book, and that is Unseen Academicals, which is in the, like, main adult Discworld book canon, is the third from the last book. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will ask that you don't describe it as the adult Discworld books, because that <laughs> as a, as has a, a different connotation. They sell them behind a beaded curtain. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> As opposed to No, the those fucking... are the Dick World books, please. Uh... <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> are... I, a that that's bad, and B, I hate the implications of that. Maybe Ogg's Dick World books. <laughs> <laughs> that's her that's her fan on AO3. Yeah, God. <laughs> All the world's a dick. <laughs> anyway um so the deal with orcs in the discworld universe is that they were basically a fucking captain america program by like some evil empire in the bad old days of uberwald wait hang on that's literally that's literally 40k lore as well terry god (laughs) 
Oh no, Terry. <laughs> Terry, Terry, that's yeah. Terry, to be fair, he, to be, to be fair, he, he was a vocal fan of the Warhammer series. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm glad you're here because I sure don't know a fucking thing about Warhammer 40k. Mm. Um, look at this. We have all our bases covered. Damn, orcs in 40k were literally created by an old reptilian god species that was at war with a nut like another race of aliens like well shit let's make these weird fungoid things that when they die their spores go into the ground so they never really can like be dead because they'll just grow back from the ground again Mm -hmm. and they'll just get bigger every time they fight every time they survive something they only want to fight they don't need to eat they're just fine it's Let's great. Go ahead and oh give no! Level psychic powers anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Yo, know, they need because we need to fight against uh, these other aliens, which have another elder god backing them. And fuck, we need psychic powers. And then, oh no, lizard gods lost. And orcs were like, well, we j- will just continue on as a soci- society. And they became soccer hooligans. The oh. end. Good for oh, them. God damn I it! I love that end for them. That's extremely good. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Julie. Julie. Yes. It's very, very fun that you specifically use the phrase they became soccer hooligans because do you uh-huh. know what the plot of the Unseen Academicals is? They it's about soccer. Well, there we go. <laughs> God. It is about bringing back the old violent sport of foot the ball and um, making it more palatable for a modern age. Huh. Which also sounds like the Warhammer, uh, well, the game's workshop uh, game, Blood Bowl, where it's an oh my alternate, god, you're right. Oh my god, it's yeah. an alternate version of Warhammer Fantasy, the uni- that universe, except it's a universe where war has been solved and all problems are now fixed with a game of football, but still a game of football where you can have knives in your gloves and you can bring a chainsaw, which is technically cheating. But if if oh, the but umpire within fi- the rules, <laughs> it's within the rules if it's entertaining. Mm, right. Oh my god, I love that. God, my my fucking world is being shattered right now but anyway um terry why'd like... you plagiarize 40k <laughs> <laughs> can i copy your homework yeah just change it a little just, just don't make it too obvious um okay, well, the problem is that it, because t- terry is the one who copied the homework off the kid who also copied their homework and then <laughs> yeah. it's just an yeah. endless ouroboros and the teacher's gonna just gonna come back and be like what the fuck is this why is everything in the same font <laughs> I'm not, Why do you I'm all not the same angry, I'm just mistake. disappointed <laughs> that you all obviously cheated off of each other. Well, yeah, because you, you both mentioned that they're, like, these orcs are, are created races, and, like, that's what they were in, in Lord of the Rings, was they they were a created race, like Saruman made. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, so, like, yeah, that's that's integral to... But the shared hooliganism is the, very... The uh, shared apparent. hooliganism, yeah, no. Um, what what Tolkien failed to consider was that they would become soccer hooligans when they were done fighting. Um, <laughs> then you've got the extra layer of the tinfoil hat conspiracy, which is that Blizzard kind of stole a lot of stuff from Games Workshop for Warcraft. Mm. Shocking. Mm. Who, who could have thought that magic. Blizzard would take ideas from a different company? um what i do know about like orcs in 440k are like not bright though right (laughs) uh you do get like so they're not bright in the sense that how do i put it they're himbos Ah, but they're like they're still able to make things for example their machines don't make sense to anyone else in the universe because they actually make sense. 
I was under the impression that, like, 30% of that was, like, it's being held together with psychic powers. Uh, They think it should work, so it does. Okay, see, you've actually taken the conservative measurement of 30%. Most people think, oh, if an orc picks up a tube, it can work as a gun. No. It's the fact (laughs) that orcs actually believe in real mechanical design. Their things actually involve propulsion and aerodynamics. All of the human stuff ignores (laughs) physics and aerodynamics. Good, great. It's basically the equivalent of the human uh, Imperium in 40k are basically a bunch of nerds 3D printing things from downloaded pirated STL files being like, haha, this is cool, this is great and then having to actually assemble a car and like, how does this work? I don't know what the, wh- where, do this, where does this go? Wh- what's a carburetor? I, are, what? humans, are humans just like those troll science comics? Basically oh because, like, again I, I think I mentioned the other episode If we both just uh, pick each other up, we can fly yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, it's kind of that. Again, I think I mentioned okay. last episode, uh, human engineers and, like, people who work on ships have been captured by other aliens and interrogated. And they're just like, oh, yeah, no, the machine spirit does all the work. The what? Uh, <laughs> you know, the machine spirit. We we sing a hymn, we light incense, we, like, wave a uh, sensor around, and uh, it works. What? That's pretty cool. <laughs> huh. I love that. I like that. But really, you don't need to do any of that. You can just push the button and it still works. They're just scared of things. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, like, obviously, similarly, uh, the old, old it, it never gets any more um, specific than the old Empire, because, like, this was a millennium ago in the Discord mm-hmm. universe. Um, they were like, okay, we need, like, super strong, super adaptable, tactically brilliant minds. Let's just make a whole bunch of artificial creatures. And what do you mean, what should we do in case they're not fighting? They'll always be fighting. <laughs> and then they were not fighting. <laughs> but but here's well. the thing. People were still very scared of them. So essentially all orcs have been exterminated except for, like, a small band way up in the Uberwald Mountains. Oh. And that's presumably where the protagonist of the book is from, and he is, um, he's like a polymath, a polyglot, genius inventor, will, can in fact rip your head off and tell you exactly how much force it will take to do so. (laughs) Great, great, love it. Good for them, love it. Anyway, yeah, so orcs exist. Um, goblin, he like, he was told he was a goblin from like a young age, and goblins, as far (laughs) as I know, only show up in the last two books, which like unfortunate for them mm. give us goblins give us <laughs> goblins terry i enjoy i enjoy a good goblin oh you would love the red gobbo the communist uh, goblin from 40k who le- leads an uprising oh Ooh. good for him oh good for, good for them mm-hmm. do you guys know about uh goblin state park in utah no. no, no, but I want to go there. Now I'm Except curious. That it's in though. Utah. It's it's just called Goblin Valley State Park. Um, it's you know it's out in Utah, so it's a bunch of rocks. But uh, is this just like how there's a hell, Michigan? Like it sounds cool, but you get there and like you said, it's just a bunch of rocks. Uh, I mean, it's some. <coughs> cool, oh, these rocks are cool. Yeah, there's some cool looking rocks out there in Goblin Valley. Do they have Valley. sunglasses on? <clears throat> no, they look like little um. houses, kind of. Um, like okay, go- now that okay, that that's legitimately cool shit. Go- goblin <laughs> houses, perhaps. Um, I'm putting a picture in the Discord. Yeah, uh, Holly, you've left out the best part Ooh. about this this Discworld orc, and that is his name. Um, oh yeah, it's, I specifically did that. It's Mister Nut. 
<laughs> with two with two T's. Oh, oh boy. Just... I think that might beat out Orchimedes from 40k. <laughs> That's pretty good. Has has anyone told him what his what the implication of his name is? What the connotation no. is? Do you think he knows? No. <laughs> He he crossed over from the Dick World series. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No. An ambitious endeavor by Terry and his lady is. There's like there's like a romance subplot in that book, and all I can fucking think of now is the, the, the Simpsons. Oh. Come on, March. It's like kissing a peanut. <laughs> oh God. no! I think that was it. The other thing is like when you were all talking. I need to I need to burden you all with his knowledge. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh. I love this. I'm always into this. <laughs> when you were all talking about like, like the one question you had, which is like, um, uh, we all probably have like different interpretations of what the characters look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did just message Jess on Twitter last night and go like, so I'm very ashamed to say this. In my head, Tom John is fantasy Darren Chris. I can't stop I don't thinking know who about that is. this. That's an extremely Holly poll. Wow. <laughs> Who or what is a Darren Chris? Darren Chris, do you remember the show Glee? He was Kurt's boyfriend on Glee. Before then, though, he was. Uh, in oh yeah, the Potter, a very Potter musical. Um, oh yeah, and nope. he he did stuff See, with Project Star Kid or whatever that was called. Uh, yeah. See, I I know Glee. I know Kirk. I do not know Kirk's boyfriend. He was. Uh, only I kind of episodes, broke out. Right? Broke free I, of Glee. I point. never watched Glee. Was the thing, but I I knew about him. Yeah, just imagine, like, someone distilled the tastes of 2012 Tumblr into a person, and that is Darren Chris. You mean Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> Nearly. But, like, Nearly. actually good-looking is the thing. Like, yeah. Dar- Darren Chris yeah, is, that not, was the important thing. Is, is not um, bad to look at. My mind will not accept a good-looking Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm sorry. No. Well, no, this is... Okay. I mean, he's not Benedict I posted Cumberbatch. a picture. You know, more conventionally attractive, I will say. Yes. No. Yeah. Like he's like, like he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 face to a theater kid. I mean, he's yeah. He's, yeah, he's peak theater bad. kid is the thing. Like yes. yes, yes. So yeah, I I could not stop thinking about that yesterday. Um. <laughs> that's a very that's a very extremely Holly pull. Yeah. It, <laughs> nowhere near what I imagined Tom John looking like, but I respect it. I kind of pictured Tom John as almost like a slightly. Not beefy is too strong of a word, but like a slightly more solid Timothy Chalamet. Ooh, okay. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I do want to go look at Timothy Chalamet again. Yeah, I don't actually know who that is. That's Timothy Charlemagne, you said? Shal- Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Charlemagne is, is a really great name. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is someone else entirely. I'm yeah. stealing that name, though. Holy <laughs> shit. Timothy Charlemagne. I will say animated Tom John looks rough. I don't think I went. I, I mean, yeah, did not go look at him. I haven't been to look at him yet. A lot of lot of images in this audio podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Are we done discussing our face casts? On to new business. We open immediately after um after Tom John saves the fool from an unrelated clown mugging. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing so fucking hard during that. Oh god, it's so good. It's really it's so good. good. I just thought someone was mugging a clown. <laughs> I literally did. Just <laughs> a lot of clown crime in my life right now. <laughs> in 
on the Discord, they don't say I love you. They say clown monkey, and that's beautiful to me. <laughs> it's beautiful. But anyway, um, Tom John, Ahwell, uh, and the Fool are all talking. The Fool's like, oh my god, thank you so much for saving my life. Is there a tavern open where I can, like, treat you to a drink? And they're like, fucking pick one. There's so many. <laughs> There's about a thousand. As far as I can tell, that one's the only one that's ever closed. <laughs> And then the fool, after, like, spending 30 minutes with them, just turns to Huel and is like, you're a dwarf, right? And he's like, it's the height, isn't it? I... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, go, they do go to a dwarf bar, is the they thing. They do. Yeah. Um, I, I like, oh, are you a fool? It's like, yeah, it's the bells, isn't it? Yeah, the bells, too. Yeah, yeah and the bells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Mm, the bells. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, that, I thought it was weird they went here, because, like... They talked about it in the the last reading, and they kind of, like they kind of touched on it and then dropped it. And I was like, oh, "Okay, that's we're not going to get to see that." And then they just did it immediately after that. I feel like it was almost certain because the fool was paying, and it was definitely his idea to go because Huel was there. I hmm. I will be culturally sensitive. Sensitive. He will love this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe I love I love the discussion of the lyrics. Oh, it's. <laughs> I hold on. I can also see Terry being like, "Well, I just described a really funny idea for a dwarf bar. We can't not go there in this True. Book. <laughs> yeah, but the so. thing is, like, in in the conversation that um, like Tom, John, and Quell are having before the clown mugging, um, like Quell comes close to like telling jo- Tom, John, like, kind of the way you talk to me is disrespectful, like, but right. like." Here he yeah. plays right into it, where he's just like, oh, now, yeah, I guess I'll take the, these two to a fucking dwarf bar. And I'm just like, mm, do we have to go here? Like, yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm personally, I'm not a fan of this scene. Like, I, I don't like this scene very much. I just felt, I felt like we, we dealt with this and, like, we had decided on how this is going to be portrayed in this book. And then, like, I feel like this is just the opposite immediately. yeah. Because I also think, um, I don't know if I'm using the phrase false equivalence correctly, uh, but I feel like Terry kind of draws some equivalences that are not, like, cool later on when Tom John's doing the acting stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not into this. But so they're, they're hanging out, they're getting drunk. Um, the, the fool is, uh, fool is not making friends here. Uh, no! No! No. Is... He starts cracking short jokes in the dwarf bar. <laughs> like fucking Lord Farquaad or some shit. Yeah, everyone's like, um, we're gonna kick your ass now. <laughs> they should. They should have kicked his ass. Like, Yeah, well, because they, they like start getting angry, and then Huel's like, no, he's cool, he's with me. It's fine. No, it's fine. And then, like, uh, one of the dwarfs fucking Thundergust Big Hammers or whatever the shit. <laughs> um... Grab pot thunder gusts. Oh my know. god. Thunder thunder guts. He's 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 like brandishing an axe. He's like, You better tell him to stop being so funny. Uh <laughs> at which point both of these theater boys are like, Wait a minute, don't you do like the don't you have like the makeup shop down the street? Your stuff's great, man. It's like, shut the fuck up. I have an image here. Yeah. Right. Which like this part is fun because this is exactly what Well describes of like a city dwarf who who really wants to play up the the dwarf aspect of things. Right. Um, All the dwarves mm-hmm. that go to these bars go like carry axes and wear armor. And everyone's like they're all posers. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
So Granny Weatherwax not understanding the concept of the theater feels like a lot less special now because apparently no one understands that like people are only pretending to be dead on stage. Yeah, but like <clears throat> the thing with with Thundergust is uh he was like, "Oh, you guys are from the theater." Yeah, I went last week. Like I I really, you know, like he fell in love with the actress, air quotes. Like but like yeah. that was Tom John. Mm-hmm. Um and so then he's like, "Why are you saying that was you? I fell in love with that girl." Like whoa and he's like completely blown away by this um yeah like it's not great so then tom john does the the same thing it's a little weird it's it's a little weird um because tom john does what he does which is some acting i don't know if this is just me but like reading this i was like uh are we gonna get some like queer bashing defense here like i i thought we might get that um, like, thankfully, we kind of don't. He, like, just lets it slide immediately. Yeah. Um, but, like, Tom John does the, he does a monologue and makes everybody cry. And it's, you know, that's the saddest thing I ever heard. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, Well's like a, you know, a, a good actor can be, or someone says, you know, a good actor can be anything. Um, and then, like, Tom John, like, kneels on the floor and puts his shoes in front of his knees and pretends to be a dwarf immediately and i'm like what is this i'm like yeah i i'm like i don't get this i don't get that we it's weird we want to say that these are the same thing and that it's it's fine to do and but like no one has a problem i will say this uh mostly because it's delivered in the way with tom john especially in his weird power of that he can imitate anyone and you yeah. can right. always yeah, do the perfect reading. delivery. Um, that to me is like, and I've also been, I've reacted this very similarly. When a white person can speak Chinese fluently, it impresses every Chinese person in the room, right? No matter what. Um, not if you're ordering at a restaurant, but mm-hmm. if you bring it up in like a casual conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you especially do it in front of like mainland people, if you like on the mainland, if you actually go there as a tourist and do that you will actually get some people asking you to just say random phrases. Oh. <laughs> right, sure. Okay. It, it's similar to how uh, I've had a friend of my my friend who is currently um, uh, overseas as a lawyer in Japan. He is very white American, can mm. also speak decent Japanese. And again, he gets a lot of questions, like, just right. to say things. Mm-hmm. Because you, it's not common. It's like, it, to them, it's it's kind of like this weird thing of whiteness is still prioritized because that scene is cool. And then you being able Mm to literally talk the talk is Mm -hmm. like, Oh shit. Like how did you do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's to me, especially after like the reaction of, well, this was a boy playing a girl in the theater. Hey, I can also play a dwarf. Like, especially after the conversation part, we just had yeah. about fantasy racism, I'm like, you can't put these two things next to each other. Yeah, I'm like, I, I think that, yeah, like, because that's that's part of it. Because like, we have like this serious conversation about it between Quell and Tom John, and then we just do all of the like stereotype like fantasy racism things. Like, and like, yeah, then we still just go do it again, and it's like that's a different like not flattery necessarily but like impersonation is not 
less racist than like calling 100%. someone a slur yeah. as a term of affection. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, that's this... those are those two things are are different, but they're both not good. Like, this is this mm-hmm. is a, this is just Tom John doing like short face. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> like... say dwarf face, but I was like, that, that's just it's... why. It's pretty uncomfortable to me. I don't know. Yeah, it just... I guess the way, like, similarly like to what Julie said, like, I, like, when it, like, talked about him, like, like, scrunching up his face and, it, like, suddenly everyone looking at him was like, hey, where that second thunder gust come from? Literally. I thought it was, like, part of, like, the, yes. Yeah. Mostly supposed to be, like, the whole supernatural, like, like good Yeah, like, thing. it is magic, but just, like having it in this book is like yeah. weird and me. this is it's not a criticism on a like an in-world level like obviously in world there's there's story reasons for this this is a metatextual critic critic criticism like i'm like terry why'd yeah. you do this like directly at yeah. terry i'm like you wrote this scene there's a way that this scene could have gone that it might have been okay but like the way that you've written it i i Again, I'm not sure if I'm using the phrase fal- like false equivalence correctly, but like it feels like you're drawing parallels that don't stand up. Like yeah, yeah, it's honestly and then I get past this scene and this book goes back to being great where I'm just like <laughs> yeah. This scene I not 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 into. No. Um but like so while he's doing this, the fool's like, "Oh, you guys Wait, are fuck, actors." You're from the He's like, oh shit, that thing I was doing. I gotta oh, talk to you. Guys. What a quinket ink. <laughs> hey, would you like like 200 fucking dollars? <laughs> Which is a vague but large amount. We don't get much into fucking Discworld economics. $200 is a vague yet large amount of money. It's, I think, 200 silver pieces. Is that what it is? Something yeah, like 200 that. silver pieces. Right. So it might not be dollars, right? Sorry. <laughs> well, because they, they mention like the fact that uh, their typical audiences are paying in basically half a penny's worth, which would be copper. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it's 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 kind of going back to I think dollars is not a bad equivalent, mostly because e- eventually actual, we get actual... more pork. Eventually, we get onk more pork dollars. Mm. Well, it's not. I it's, think... it's not only that. It's because of the fact that like in in the actual time period of Elizabethan Shakespeare with the Globe Theater, people were paying literal like pennies, yeah, like, right. a penny. For a show. Right, So I right. think, and then when you get to things like um, the first folio, which is the first printing, limited printing of all of Shakespeare's plays, um, that was like 60 pounds. Yeah. Which is like, oh my fucking oh, wow, god, yeah. you cannot like, <laughs> what? Oh, that's a whole dollar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 60 yeah. of them? Wow. Like, it's, yeah. All you, I mean, all you really have to know is that it is Duke money. Yeah, it's, it's Duke like, money. Like, yeah. It's them yeah. getting paid directly by royalty, so it's a lot of money. Yes. Only the six richest kings of Europe can afford all of Shakespeare. There's buying um, the Wu-Tang Clan in a CD <laughs> at your store, and then there's being Martin Shkreli paying, uh, like, yeah, king money for mm. that fucking record. <laughs> they bought it on like an imported Blu-ray, and now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's on Laserdisc. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. They get drunk and pass out, and then the next thing we get is Quell like waking up with a hangover, like on the floor. <laughs> um, and Tom John uh, is discussing 
doing this play for the the duke with Vitoli A. I hold on. I I want to call us out for something that I if I bless our listeners for like not correcting us on stuff. This man name this man's name is Vitoler. There's not an I in there. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think I said yes. it as Vitolier and I just kept doing it because maybe I misread it and we just all started doing it. But I was no, listening right. to the audiobook and his name is super not Vitolier. <laughs> it's unchangeable now. Um, it's true. His name is Vitolier. Sorry. Here's the thing. Um, I just do that sometimes as well, also with reading things. Um in my brain, he's been Vitolier for approximately ten years. Fair. And then you said Vitolier. I'm like, that does sound better. Uh, well, yeah, because I was just like, oh yeah, he's a he's a fancy acting man. Obviously, he <laughs> has a fancy acting name, not the name Vitoler. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a dirty, smelly, old. <laughs> but he's, but he's able to put he's on the airs of a fancy acting man. So his name yeah. is Vitolier. It's it's like um but, keeping up appearances. It's it's her name isn't yeah. Mrs. Bucket. Like okay. that's his stage name. <laughs> God, but anyway, he's like, okay, not gonna tell you. You have to do this. I owe some money to the mob. Okay, <laughs> yes, because like like Tom Don's like okay, so he wants like, you know, he's explaining like. Oh yeah, it's a play about how there's this this evil king is ruling, and then this good king comes and kills him, and he's the true heir to the throne, basically. And like everyone's like, "Yep, yep, standard play shit." Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. okay. Me, like while they're saying while Tom John's explaining this, they're all just looking at the giant bag of gold of gold <laughs> pieces or whatever, and they're like, "Hmm." Not gonna twist your arm here, but hey, speaking of twisting arms, you know what? Someone's gonna do to mine. I I feel like this yes. whole scene only exists for the arm and a leg joke about mm-hmm. the oh the, extremely the troll loan shark who will take your limbs and he Good how much news. does he want excellent. an arm and a leg? Like that's that's the whole reason this scene exists. Yes, excellent news. I have some excellent news. Chrysophase the troll um, is a recurring character. I love that because he sounds great. Is he always like a like a loan shark? He's always the head of the troll mafia. Uh, troll mafia. Oh, good. And eventually, he appears as a real character, like with lines who exists. Fuck yeah! Oh, that's fun. I love that. God, here's the thing about trolls in Discworld is that I think we've mentioned, I think we've gone over this. Um, mm-hmm. They the silicon their brain. brains. What? The sil- the fact that they're silicon brains and that they get yeah. smarter as they get cooler. Yeah, yeah. And Chrysophase does all of his dealings inside, essentially a fucking meat freezer. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've talked about this. Oh, dude. it's fun. He's very good. He sounds extremely great. I, I'm I not sure if him. I've talked about Chrysophase or if I've We've talked, talked about, about Detritus. Who yeah, Detritus is... fucking Yeah. Detritus got locked in there once. Oh. But yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah. He took, uh, Vidal... he took out a big loan so he could make a theater because he likes he loves Tom John and he wants him to have a good future. Listen, I'm gonna die anyway. He can take my arm and a leg. It's fine. <laughs> what What I love is he's like... And yeah, but I did it for both of you. Like, Tom John deserves a great theater, and Well also deserves a, a great theater that's technologically you capable. You trapdoors of... and wave machines. Yeah. And... They're so keen on the fucking wave machine. 
They love their stupid wave machine. The only thing, the only thing that Huel is more keen on than the wave machine is ghosts. Apparently, mm, yeah. Oh, I love this so this, much. This is I such like a ghosts. mood. Everyone's like, "Well, your last five plays have had ghosts in them," and he's like, "I fucking love ghosts. What do you want from me?" <laughs> ghosts are great. Um, Holly, every single piece of media you've ever written has incorporated a, an airplane. I'm like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Well's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, do I want to take this money and do this commission play for this guy? Uh, I don't know. Um, and like, this is something that I kind of wish we did a little bit more of, because we were talking about this off recording, um, about Quell kind of being like a character that Terry projects all his neuroses about writing into of just like mm-hmm. i have this hell brain full of all these ideas and i have mm-hmm. to put them together mm-hmm. and it's it's hell um or well as you may say um, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> all right see ya um and like definitely i think there's there's a little bit here um about like maybe like an artist's responsibility and not that this is something Quell knows, but that he's rewriting a historical event. Uh, well, actually, no, because he did think about that um, in the mm. scene in The Mended Drum, where he's just like, oh, it definitely didn't right. actually happen like this, but, like, I made it like this. Um, and, like, I kind of wish we dug into that more, because that's always very interesting to me, is, is you know, what what is, what, if anything, is an artist's responsibility to, to the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, we do get a little bit more of that in this reading specifically with granny later on referring to the fact that like why does right. the world need more history yeah so many things have already happened why are you inventing new shit it's, <laughs> it's basically magic except it's magic by normal people and they don't know the rules of magic and they're just doing what the yeah, fuck ever. i love that's fascinating to me like i like i like the way like the wizards would be super dismissive of that shit and granny is fucking horrified right yeah, yeah. right yeah, the fact that Granny's just like, oh my god, people are being incepted with ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert for, uh, for Guards, Guards, which I think is the next book we're reading. Uh, uh, isn't it Pyramids the witches next? Are... I'd have to, I don't know where the book containing all of the fucking information on the... Oh wait, no, it's in this drawer in front of me. Mark put it away, which means I can't find it. Oh. <laughs> um, um... I don't know, but anyway, the plot of Guards Guards is literally people doing regular people doing some magic, and it goes terribly wrong. Oh, that's also no. Fun. Next is next is pyramids. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I I bought like the next few books, and and pyramids and guard, guards guards were two of them, but I don't remember, you know, obviously order. So like, I just, I that's that's interesting to me. Um, is no, definitely, yeah, that like. You know, it's something I I kind of wish Terry dug into a little bit more because like it's kind of there. Um, we we definitely get that uh, more and more, and him developing his actual like opinions and way of um, expressing them later on. Because yeah, that's kind of the thing uh, when it comes to art is that it is intentionally made, no matter how, which way you dice it. It's mm-hmm. not random. It's not naturally occurring. People made decisions about these things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you guys, we just decided not to have any politics in this play. Actually, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, it's just for gameplay. Fantasy reasons. Ubisoft. I I was literally thinking like th- two days ago about the the art video games art debate, and I was like, oh my god, 
You can you can tell they are because everyone involved does not want like (laughs) don't think about this, please. Mm -hmm. That is how you know it's art. Video games are art, but art is not a qualifier. It is not a sign of something being good. It's just art. It's a noun. I can I can shorten that. Video games are art like the Marvel movies derogatory. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like there. I mean, there was. I, I, film is a 200 year old medium at this point but it's still a relatively new medium like there was a debate back then of art or can, can these be art like and it's yes they can um you can judge them all as as art and you, to varying degrees um talking think, films were argued initially as being like low art yeah like, or exactly. not even being art and so then then i'm like well video I games wait are... until we get to fucking moving pictures because Same. we're gonna have this whole conversation again <laughs> oh fuck i'm i'm very grateful that we get to have this whole conversation again but it's <laughs> i'd love to just have the same conversations over and over um but then like yeah like video games are probably the newest art that we have you know in terms of creating new media um just completely different forms of media and so it's like yeah no that's it makes sense that it's gonna go through this same phase you know and eventually we'll all say yes it is art but not all of it is art but it can all be judged as art you know did some did someone at some point make a somewhat calculated or purposeful decision to create something with aesthetic value Mm -hmm. yes it's art guess what it's art yeah it's art. It's all art. <laughs> it's all been art. Always has been. Well goes into a fucking fugue state and writes a trillion words. None of them are good. God. Yes. Oh, I love all of the corrections in his own shit. I love all the edits. A play in five, nine, six, eight. <laughs> no, no it goes. It goes eight, five, six, four, three, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say, uh, Vitoler does. They they decide to take on the play job. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. And and like Quell is like, oh, I'll take some of the younger boys and Tom John up to do. Like, we'll 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 have some fun. We'll they act our practice. way over there. Well, <laughs> road trip. Literally, yeah. we'll go on a summertime acting road trip. Um, and I love that so much. Um. Because, like, that's... Uh, we're taking we all the understudies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we'll take, like, the D-list, and, and we'll just go up there. Um, we'll take fucking young Wilkins. Maybe he'll talk right by the time we're done. <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll stop stuttering by the time we get there. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's very charming to me. And, I, like, I wish we got maybe, like, another scene with that. Like, I, I would mm-hmm. kind of wish that was drawn out a little more of, of their journey. But, you know, we got to... That's not necessarily where the story is. We, we got bits is. to do. We got to get through them. It's true. We got bits also to do. also also in there is the witches are spying on Top John again, and they do a spell to bring him back oh to Lanker, and they fucking vegan substitute half the shit in here. I oh, love this. So good. This is yeah. so. They funny. E- they either vegan substitute or nanny just didn't have it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is. Oh yeah, no, it's it's like up. when you're googling shit, like oh shit, what's an equivalent to a chipotle and adobo? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. got that. Oh, yeah. I don't have that. What? <laughs> like shit, is oyster sauce is 
as good as soy sauce? Would that? Oh fuck! Does that affect the flavor? Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's I. The, the fact that she's even like, oh, th- throwing some corn flour, thickening it up. I'm like, fuck! I'm being cold out. Shit! <laughs> Literally, yeah. fuck. There's one of my like favorite onion articles is um every ingredient in recipe substituted to avoid trip to the store. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. A fucking, a fucking pancakes of Theseus over here. <laughs> Don't call me. Um, I'm also thinking about that comment on like a food on like a recipe. So it's like I substituted extra Y and Y for Z and A for B, and it's like you made something different, ma'am. Just made a different <laughs> made dish. Something else. <laughs> so I wanted to make spaghetti bolognese, and I have a hamburger. Help! Help! Yes. <laughs> we do get some more of Huel accidentally writing 1930s comedians into his play. Cause, so like the whole the whole bit is like every time Tom John goes to sleep he starts dreaming about the witches doing a spell, and then yeah. like he wakes up for a second and checks on Huel and then goes back to sleep and has more weird dreams. Mm-hmm. We we also get a little bit of Huel's dream either here or like a little bit later, and I I really like the description here about it's like okay I need to pin down as much of this shit as I can. I love yeah him just like running through these scenes with his arms open like he needs to catch them like he can which uh-huh. i i also i also love as well that once because vitola's like you can't just the play's not even written yet we can't just go up there and he sees Huel's like already in the process of getting ready he's like oh fuck and it just becomes a well-oiled machine of like all right everyone Huel's writing you know the drill <laughs> like yeah. bring him the paper bring him the food leave him food and paper and the then food. more paper and then more paper and then candles, and then more paper, yeah. and then more quills. And I- ignore the part where he just starts yelling, like... And throwing a chair across <laughs> yeah. the room. And th- this, is, this <laughs> part is extremely Terry's, like, here's what writing process is like. I fuck, it fucking sucks. Like, it fucking it, it, sucks. It's very much, this, this is what my family has to deal with, you monsters. This is what it takes to get another Discworld book out. <laughs> yeah. Again, not, not to... Not to bring up something that i definitely made a joke about when i started writing my dumb fucking fan fiction mm-hmm. but like well here seems to be both parts of the pat oswald bit about fucking deathbed the bed that eats people <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> about how how like um well is both um struggling through it and also hell yeah high five me god <laughs> boom <laughs> oh it's extremely good and, yeah because we get like this little bit where like Tom John is like checking on old Huel or whatever who's passed out, and he like just starts reading like all the the tossed drafts or what, drafts or whatever, and they're all they're all just really weird. Huel's entire process is basically me absolutely twisted, inserting all these amazing comedy bits at three a.m. in the morning. Me the next morning at uh, nine nine o'clock, being upset that we don't have that many cream pies in our storage. (laughs) Also, that like these references don't make sense because they're from a modernized society that does not exist. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I'm fucking back on the fucking like crossing out all the axe bullshit, but I love uh, Varen's film at Small Gods Eve crossed out, A Night of Knives crossed out, Daggers crossed out, Kings mm-hmm. by Huel and Vitolier's Men, a comedy crossed out, Tragedy, Tragedy. in 85639 act. I love that My he started writing a, a comedy first. Yeah. <laughs> because, and you see that earlier when a duck turns into a knife. Yeah. Yes, my duck, duck, my duck hilted knife or whatever. Uh, 
It's it's very fun. Thelmet, a good king. Varence, a bad king. Uh, Wethwax, an evil witch. Hog, and likewise evil witch. And Megarat, and Siren. I think it's Maedrat. Maedrat. I love that. I, I do I like mean, Megarat, she, though. Megarat. That's my favorite total Megarat. Uh, An off-forgotten six ranger in the Sentai pantheon. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love the line in in Quell's dream, or actually, I mean, it's it's it it just ends that paragraph that you know only in our dreams are we free. The rest of the time, we need wages. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good. Thanks, Terry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I like that. And then everyone's looking at the play. It's like it's good, except for the ghost. And well, it's like I like ghosts. Fuck you. <laughs> I love the, the ghost, ghost stays. stays. <laughs> Either the ghost stays or I'm walking. <laughs> I need the ghost to move the plot. Come on, it's hard to get chalk dust out of clothes, and people throw things at it. <laughs> and then jeer when they don't go through. God, I I. Love that. Oh my god. Well, it's just so stubborn about this. <laughs> he loves that <laughs> ghost. Just the idea that playgoers are like, is that a real ghost? Fucking th- th- what have you got in your pocket? Throw it. Throw yeah. it. Like... <laughs> and he's like, it's dramatic necessity. You said that about the last three plays, and they were. And they were. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost is always a dramatic necessity. And then finally, necessity. finally, he's like, I like ghosts. Fuck off. He's like, fine. I, I admit it. I like ghosts. I think they're cool, and I want to have them in my plays. <laughs> Uh, and then they get their cool fucking their fucking dope wave machine. I love this scene with the wave so machine. So unnecessarily complex. And that's <laughs> also a Da Vinci contraption. Yes. I love that's just a thing that Leonard of Quorum made and he's like, well, this doesn't fucking fly. Who wants it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the fact that like the entire description is so intricate until finally you hear that it's like, oh, it's a failed helicopter. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait until Leonard of Quirm becomes a real character because he's very fun. I'm, I'm, if I didn't know about Leonard of Quirm already, Holly, I would be asking you if we see him again, and I would be overjoyed to know that we do. Like, <laughs> oh, eventually he, eventually, like, he becomes the pr- protagonist of, like, the B story in, like, a couple of guards books. I love Good. that. Yeah, because he, he just, love that, you know? Yeah, he deserves it. That's what he deserves. I think his biggest role is in Jingo, where, like, he goes with the patrician and, like, the fucking comedy relief uh, guards. Mm. Um, God, I love that bit. He invents a submarine. It's very good. Oh, that's very fun. Um, so I, re- I really like this conversation that, that Huel and Vitaller have. Um, yeah. Where he's like... <laughs> You've you've been like a son to me, and he's like, I'm a hundred and two. I'm a hundred and three. Yeah, how old are you anyway? <laughs> I'm a hundred and two. Well, you're like a father to me. You're then. like a father to me, because it's you're like a weird short dad to me. <laughs> yes, because like I, you're I... my dad, boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> I love their interactions because like it's clear that they have a, a long history together and they have a lot of love for each other. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's really wonderful. Um, it's Quell and. Uh, Vitoler are like more of a couple than Vitoler and his wife. Vitoler, yeah, and his you, wife who has just not never see since... him huh? <laughs> since since Tom John was a baby. God. Like, yeah, and I don't know if that's like intentional subtext or what, but that's like the way it feels. A little bit, yeah. It's it, dudes rock. Um, is this scene. <laughs> this is a dudes What's rock scene? This? <laughs> 
it's better than this. A family can be a family can be a playwright, a, a uh, acting troupe dad, his adopted son who's Derek secretly Chris. the king, as well as his, as well as that dad's 102 year old dad, brother, son, mm-hmm. uh, dwarf playwright, constantly being bombarded by inspiration. <laughs> God, I I do like like. The, the fucking logic that Huel has of uh, it evens out. Dwarfs are half the height, but twice the age. Mm. Yeah. Feels like that's just a win for dwarfs. That, you know? Yeah. That seems fine to me. Short kings. Truly! <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, Mock, that's in the fifth elephant. Come on. God. Uh, this is also where they kind of discuss that that uh, the fool and Tom John look very much alike. Um and mm-hmm. this was like, all right, well, you know, I guess he's got to go up there because that's, you know, destiny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, can I talk about something that I successfully didn't spoil while we were fucking reading this? Is it that the two of these, these, these boys is is related? Yeah, because I love that. Yeah, that that was a great reveal. Yeah, Thank you for cool. not spoiling yeah. it. Yeah, that I like mentioned that to Julie after like the first time, like you said, oh yeah, the fool must be psychically inclined because he can see uh, the ghost of the king. I'm like, oh fuck, that's right. Oh shit, this is yeah, it's good. good. Yours, yours also really good. I completely forgot we had that conversation, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to experience it again. I did the thing where I deleted the the part of the story that would be a twist for my brain. Then I read, I was like, oh God. shit, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like bas- basically, Terry's whole line about like the psychically inclined is like there to both explain the witches and also keep this a secret for two thirds of the book, which I think is mm-hmm. great. That's that's super good. Um, it's also some some Shakespearean ass shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I destiny, etc. So it's not specifically like brought up here. It like won't be until like the end of the book, but yeah, the f- like the specific relation. Uh, but yeah, the fool and Tom John are half brothers. I love that. That makes. sense. I mean, you kind That's of know right. it if you're paying attention. His name is Varens, so like. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but that's like, that's that's just like a whole like, oh, his mom must have been like a big fan of the king. Yes, like, I'm sure. She, yeah, she king. was. <laughs> Turns out she. Yeah, was. she was. Well, actually, one could say she was number one fan. Really, really love that dog that he had. Yeah, this yeah. So we we actually don't know that she was a fan. Um, might more have been that the king just did that. Uh, which yeah, then would true. explain why why his father and his grandfather are are you know so negative on him. Um, like no, his father seemed to like him enough. I, I, yeah, but he's also his father also just like disappeared. Like his father fucked off to Quorum. Like yeah, true. Like there's there's yeah. there's a lot going on there. I, I I would have brought my son with me when when my father. Um... Well, I, well, I were a fool. In a <laughs> if I were the fool's family, father, I would simply, I, I would simply bring <laughs> my son to Quorum. You know what? Actually, actually. I don't know if I'd bring my son to Fantasy France. I I would simply bring my my bastard son, who's not mine. Well, you just gotta make sure you don't bring your your son to uh, Fantasy Paris. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fantasy Paris. Um, God. Uh, yeah, so Nobody likes Paris. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like knowing that um not explains his backstory, but like it it sheds light onto it that like there was some complicated mm. stuff going on there. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's good. It's it's like it's good. Yeah, I I like it a lot. I do love Fell's line about how uh, 
ghosts are even better than destiny or destiny's even better than ghosts to to get a plot right. going <laughs> to just to just make stuff God. happen stuff happens because it has to happen yeah god mm-hmm. i really need this weird um th- this th- this weird loner danish king to like investigate his father's <laughs> death ghost okay ghost cool. done a ghost told me to do it yes your honor <laughs> No, officer, my my ghost, ghost my my the ghost of my father literally had to come and tell me, "Hey, the dude who benefited directly from my death killed me." <laughs> hey, stop being depressed and go look into this crime. <laughs> I didn't use that much ear poison. <laughs> yes, I do. Unironically, like the part where Wells talking about, like you know, he he thought he knew what his destiny was because he was a dwarf. He wasn't supposed to be a playwright, but now he's here. Yeah. And it's, I, like, I like how genuine that is to him. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, because he's, like, making these jokes kind of about uh, Destiny, ghosts, whatever. But also, he's just having a nice character moment where he's, like, we find out, like, his stance on it. And it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not asking for spoilers, but, like, this is probably the last we see of Vitola, right? Like we don't, we're not going to see him again. Um, I think he shows up at like the very end. Okay. Of the book, like Denouement. Either either he shows up, or it might just be Tom John. I don't quite remember. It's been a while. Mm. Sure. Okay. Because like yeah, this this feels like a goodbye to this character. Like we're. Just... Yeah, I think it's mm. just Tom John at the end. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is goodbye Vitoler. Good, goodbye Vitoler. Yeah. Vitoler died on on his way to the disc. <laughs> Vitoler, or Vitolier, as his friends like to call him. <laughs> we're, we're his friends. Yeah. God. Um, God. Mark, I'm sorry. Holly wasn't here for the last episode. We need to meet the Simpsons uh, slash Futurama quote. It's true. We quota. didn't do that much last time. <laughs> <laughs> We we cut the, we cut to the witches. They're like watching it. They're watching him on the crystal ball again. The shitty crystal ball that's green and full of ocean water because one of Nanny's sons got it from a seaside port. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so they're checking to see that the spell worked, and like, um, I think it's Nanny Og who's like watching, and she's like, "Well, he's getting in a cart, so like, he's de- it's definitely worked." It's Granny who I think it's oh, right. Granny it's who's granny. watching. Yes, because Granny's like it, yeah. like it has to have worked perfectly, right? Because I right. did it. Sh- sure, we used the wrong ingredients, and we did the spell at the wrong time, and we made and up we half, of the, the wrong half words, of the half of the poetry. And Danny brought it home for the cat to eat, but he's coming, and that's what's important, <laughs> right? Who's to say that spaghetti turning into a hamburger isn't an improvement? <laughs> Who's to say? Who Who's among to... us can judge? Who, who lost to consider? Who can say? Yeah. Um. I'm gonna make myself a fucking just a just a fucking hamburger with spaghetti on top and put it in the bun. I don't give a shit anymore. Holy, I can tell you right now, spaghetti sandwich is real good. <laughs> True. Oh, I haven't thought about that in a while. Oh, oh, but but if someone makes a stuffing sandwich with Thanksgiving, yes, you're a monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I have seen that. I've like seen that in places, Holly. I don't think you're a monster. Mark thinks I'm a monster. It's Mark too and much my parents bread. And- Everyone I've ever <laughs> Holly, seen thinks I'm a Holly, monster. Holly, you're you're just eating three pieces of toast. 
<laughs> one of them's all warm and mushy to- toast sandwich though <laughs> and, yes. and, fu- and full of like chicken I don't, anyway. where's that fucking page with like the depressing British food and it's like toast sandwich <laughs> Truly, it is big toast sandwich energy. Um, I love Magrat's thing about the uh, the magic sword, um, where you you get thunderbolt God, yes. iron and then you make a sword out of it. Okay, good. And I like immediately like after Nanny Og goes, oh, he should be on like a fiery white charger, and uh, Magrat's like, oh, he should have a magic sword. Granny immediately goes like, you two with your magic chargers and your fiery swords. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the cart with all his little friends it's fine <laughs> i do like um nanny Og's like well she should have he, he should have like a strawberry birthmark so they can, no, they can identify him and then granny's response is just <laughs> can't abide strawberries <laughs> i fucking took a picture of this and posted it last night because it is the most granny line i've ever seen a fucking can't abide strawberries <laughs> she doesn't even know what's going on and she's just like strawberries are bad though <laughs> just to be contrary i love every time that they can't abide something it's very good granny there's a lot of things that she cannot abide and they're all extremely good <laughs> yeah they're like oh yeah he has all these boxes and stuff i'm sure it's full of swords and armor and all those guys who are with him are like his his like his uh army like so he's like retinue yeah yeah that are going to come help him dethrone this evil king false king I love that. I she because she's so sure about it. She's like yeah. absolutely yes. Uh, and this this is where we get Magrat bar- borrowing the crystal ball, right? Yeah. Uh, Nanny says like, "Oh, you gonna you gonna look at it? You gonna look at your man's dick? Cool. Okay." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, yeah. Mr. Man, huh?" <laughs> but but uh, before that, um, like Granny Granny leaves, um, and then like Magrat stays ostensibly to like help nanny clean up but she really just wants to be like hey i thought we weren't gonna like fuck around with this like what's with all yeah wait what i are thought we, med- what are we doing meddling here? was bad now we're just meddling now we're just meddling a whole bunch <laughs> listen listen shut up I, that's, like, that's what it comes yeah, down Nanny's to yeah nanny's explanation is basically like meddling is bad unless we want to and then it's okay i i had a genuinely like heart stopping question from a kid in my class oh no uh, that was basic. That was similar to this. I'm just like, Miss, why do we have to memorize so much in school? And why is the entire school system based around this? When in real life, you don't actually have to memorize that much, and a lot of information is just given to you. I'm like, you're like, oh boy, <laughs> sit down. Here's the, here's, here's the it's thing, all child. bullshit. Is the thing. It's very easy to grade things this way. <laughs> no, but I, I, act, I did give the explanation of. Well, honestly, a lot of people do need to remember certain things and uh, remember explicit instructions because I did remember in my retail job, I had people coming straight out of high school who were like, oh, but I don't have to close the cash register. It doesn't say that. Oh, I don't have to clean my counter. It doesn't say that. No one told me to do that. It's like, oh, my God. But at the same time, Timmy, let's talk about Facult. Like, (laughs) yeah. School is a prison well, to me. It's even just like, oh, you, like, oh, why do I have to go to these, uh, like, why do I have to, um... Julie, did you did you tell up? them that this conversation was a prison? <laughs> no, I've... Oh, it's so hard to hold that in. It's so hard to hold that in. <laughs> you, you have to play soccer, that's a prison. I have Don't to be, be like a teacher, kid. that's a prison. 
I got this. I got real junk. I got this tattoo of the Starman from um, Earthbound. I said, "Give, give, give me the, give me the fucking Starman. Give me the Starman." <laughs> Don't be like me, Stu. God, play soccer. Uh, but I, I do love that. Like, and Annie's just kind of like, listen, like we're we're just people, you know. Everybody's just people, like. <laughs> We, we yeah. you know, we, we're we doing what we have to, like, and if that means meddling, then, you know, listen, it sucked when we didn't meddle. If we didn't meddle, it would suck even more. And I'm just like, she's right, though. Where's the lie? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as neat and tidy rules. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they're like, yeah, we're breaking the rules, but we're doing it for the right reason, so it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we didn't, it would be bad. Break those rules good and hard through their jorts. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not how, what they said, Holly. But I feel like Nanny would respect that spirit. Yeah. No, you're right. She, we need to explain to her what jorts are, but as soon as she got it, she'd be like, hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> then Nanny, Nanny Og would love Nanny, jorts. Nanny, but then Nanny Og would be only asking you, well, can you still see the dick with jorts? And then you'd say, no, not all the time. And she'd go, well, they're cowards. Yeah. <laughs> What's the oh, But Nanny, if they sit just right, sometimes you can really see that dick. <laughs> like, And that's what makes it all the more tantalizing, and then she'd be on board. There you yeah. go. Here's, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, you get a boner in a, in a pair of shorts, oh, you do not, listen, you get those things off, is the thing. Now, okay, this is context-dependent, mm-hmm. environment-dependent, Holly. Yeah. Let us say, if you are <laughs> in a change room, sure, at your own home, maybe, you're in the privacy of your own home, whatever, at a nephew's birthday party, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amended. You want to get okay. There we you, go. Okay. What if you're in the middle of a clown mugging? <laughs> I mean, if you got a boner in the middle of a clown mugging, there's some yeah. other stuff going on there. There's <laughs> a lot to unpack there. Which party has it? Which party has it? God. Uh, Am I the clown in this situation? That's true. Like, yeah. That's you know what. That's fair. Am I getting fair. off on mugging the clown? I am I am I the clown mug or the clown mugger? Oh. This show is so stupid. <laughs> Horrible Pavlovian response to entrance of the gladiators. Oh my god. Anyway, so I yeah, I'll say clown mugging anytime I can. Let's let's talk about the book. Um. So yeah, the I I really love the scene. Um, because I feel like, because Granny is such a strong character, mm-hmm. um, that like mm-hmm. her relationships with Nanny and Magrat are extremely clear and they both character, it characterizes both of them very clearly, but we, throughout this book at least, we don't see a lot of Magrat and Nanny interacting. And so I really mm. appreciate this scene because it characterizes both of them in like a, a different way outside of the way that their relationship to granny does um that's yeah. that's really interesting it's, to me it's a different side it's like a different i don't know it's nice to see a different relationship for them to like yeah. get a, more of an idea of what their character is like there's very much more of a matronly um relationship between granny and Magrat. meanwhile like nanny is actually trying to be like the cool aunt in the situation yeah, yeah. with like, Magrat. Yeah. I, I think like nanny's a lot more like street smart so she's like 
you know, she like tells it like it is or whatever. So I think Magrat kind of trusts her more to tell her like the truth rather than, you know, moralizing. When when Magrat brings things up to to Granny, a lot of times Granny just shuts her down. But mm-hmm. but Nanny's like, oh well, you know, duh, duh. yeah. You want to borrow my crystal to to go check on your man? Yeah, okay. She's like. She, she's got the emotional intelligence that that granny lacks and yeah. especially for mm-hmm. for magrat who we can tell she's a very sensitive sensitive young person um yeah it's it's nice to see that like encouraged in her where where a lot of the times granny just wants to put it down um mm-hmm. so it is yeah this is very nice between it's them. cute they have a, yeah, it's like, like it's nice they have a nice relationship yeah so magrat takes takes the crystal ball and goes home and she like spies on the fool well, a little bit well a she just we do get a little bit about how, like, people are starting to notice that time is a little fucked up. Ah, uh, yes, I love. And this. also <laughs> on on your point from on your point from last episode, yeah, everywhere uses different calendars. Yes, I do also like that yep. Terry answered this question for me. Um, yeah, thank you. Terry. I do like that I was being a bitch, and Terry was like, "You know what? Here you go. Here Shut you up. Go. Here's some fucking lore for you, you fucking calendar freak." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because like that whole footnote about dirty calendar pig. This, oh my god, this is literally this is literally. Um, there are two paintings with dates on them, and they're totally different. Are we supposed to believe this is some kind of magical Magic time painting? system? <laughs> no, every fucking city has its own calendar, and I love. I think this is our first example of like the year naming system because so, yeah. year of the fucking hobnailed bat and shit like that is how every year is named like going forward oh, i love good. that that's great because there's because he he did this in color of magic for like a paragraph when he explained the fucking 20 weird seasons and then he like right. immediately dropped that kind of weird dumb shit um but like <laughs> there's still a numbers. taste of it there's just a little bit of it and i'm like mm. Thank you, Terry. I think Holly, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first time we've also gotten the mention of Soul Cake Day? Yes, I think it is. I'm here's the, so Hogswatch is clearly Christmas, like that's its analog. Mm-hmm. We get no explanation of any other holidays I, on the disc. Soul, Soul Cake, cake duck Day is well, it's most likely Easter. Yeah, because there's a duck and eggs involved. Um, mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of like holidays that are just mentioned and like they have these wild names and I'm like, what are these? We never see them. Mm. Well, it's just like Soul Cake Duck and Soul Cake, who represents the Soul Cake Day, is such a brilliant like. Though I know what those words mean, but that sentence makes no right. sense. Right, like, it's just a yeah. collection yeah. of words that are vaguely similar to Easter stuff. Yeah, it's because it's like um, <clears throat> back when I used to work for a travel agency, um. We had offices, like, you know, in Dubrovnik or uh, somewhere in Thailand. Um, Like, we had the, like, all over. And so, like, we'd get, once a week, somebody was like, hey, such and such office will be closed on such and such day for the, you know, the Feast of Saint, uh, whoever the fuck. And I was always like, I don't know what that's for, but good for you, honey. Yeah, happy for you. Have a nice whatever. Exactly. Um, so the you know, fuck is Ash Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But that was the f- Yom Kippur. That was. It oh sounds my, made up. Oh my god. Um, Some of these have to be doubles. Oregano. Some what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> 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 fuck. But like, that was fascinating because then we in the states, we didn't get things like Veterans Day off or like. Mm. 
like the the federal holidays that but like the small ones we didn't get them off because the regional offices complained that we would be closed and it's like you have fucking saint whatever day off like yeah can i have martin luther king jr day please like apparently we used to until they complained um so yeah soul cake day has has massive feast of saint whatever day that's yeah very funny to me anyway she's she spies on the fool a little and she's just like i cannot wait i can't wait to see him again so i can tell him i never want to see him again i can't wait to see him again so i can tell him to fuck off she's literally like god god fool you're so stupid (laughs) taking her shirt off (laughs) (laughs) oh Um, how i hate him and yet i love him (laughs) fuck Macrat Pataki. Yeah. Macrat <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I hold on. I do there is like another sentence in here that I like. Um Magrat wondered what it was like spending your whole life doing something you didn't want to do. Like being dead, she considered only worse, the reason being you were alive to suffer it. Extremely good. Uh extremely good. Macrat is very good about summing up yeah, he's very good about summing up what life is like. <laughs> oh no, Terry, that's being alive. <laughs> I can't remember if I told this story about Terry Pratchett's first day on the job as a journalist, which was very Terry Pratchett, uh, Pratchettian in that his first reporting gig was a man fell down a well and died. Oh. 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 And it's just like, but it's like, uh, okay. Like. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Editor, oh, it happened yeah. again. Terry Pratchett. <laughs> yeah, like, that that event decided Terry's entire life. <laughs> Terry was like, well, fuck yeah. this. Well, well, well. Mm. Anyway, they're talking, like, we cut to the the point of view of Huel and, like, the whole theater crew. And they're like, yeah, everyone's, all these youngins are, like, having a good time practicing their plays. Um, we're trying out the new one and it's just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just the boring. Shape, it's the shape of a play. The audience is very polite, which is worrying. They should be throwing things. They're, they're right. not throwing anything. There's no reaction. Yes. I, there's like the one line where it's like, they didn't say it was good or bad. They just didn't think it was anything. Mm. You hate to see it. Yes. Um, which is which is like... Oh no, we made Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which is something I think about a lot, where it's like, I'd rather just watch something bad that's like interesting than watch something that's like just bland and mediocre and i don't care about completely it forgettable yeah truly ahead of his times he did in fact predict like identical summer blockbusters yeah yes. great job this is, this is marvel to me this is truly <laughs> i can't believe well wrote iron man and all of its sequels <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah because and then they say like well they put in they put in all the right things. There was death, there was evil evil rulers and witches. But then like when you put them all together, it was just really bland. <laughs> yeah, it's designed by committee. It's like when taken to the worst possible like conclusion. There's nothing personal to it. It's just the yeah. the Duke was like, Hey, we need this play written. Do it. There's a line about like it it was like a it was like a painting, uh beautiful and intricate up close, but just a mess of colors from far away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's like the reverse of the scene from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he just gets closer and closer to Le Grand Jot, uh-huh. um, and it ceases to be anything. Yep, yep. Um, it's... <laughs> I always think about... You, when you mentioned the... It has all the right parts, I... Hmm. 
when Voltron first came out, um, I just think mm-hmm. about that post about Shiro that's like, oh, yeah. what a teen's God. like, dad's undercuts, prosthetic arms, scars, great, put it all together. And uh, it did, and, and that's who you get. Um, and no one talks about that show anymore. Uh, no. And we, yeah. and we cannot talk about it on this show because I will never stop talking about it. <laughs> I liked the first season of that. Anyway, I think I um... watched four episodes and I was like, oh yeah, I actually like don't like it that much. I'm like, sure, yeah, uh, undercut scar prosthetic arm dad is hot, but there's nothing else here. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it fucking stumbled so that Shira could... Wow. It, it, it stumbled, tripped over itself so that Shira could jump over it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Shira could do a kickflip over it. <laughs> anyway, well is, well is like making well is making rewrites to the play as they go. He does do fucking waiting for Godot here. Oh my here. god, I love that he writes waiting for Godot. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so funny to me. Um yeah, because like he's he's cutting stuff, he's adding stuff. He he introduces a new clown. He does more special effects, but like none of it. Nobody gives a shit. Um, and Tom John's like, "Do you want to get rid of the ghost?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "No, fuck you." Fuck's wrong with you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Get in the car. I'm not getting rid of the ghost. Don't make me come up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Because this is the bit where, like, they're they're making their way out, like, across the country, and they get start getting mugged by this like amateurish, shitty gang of thieves. Mm-hmm. And then they're all like, "Oh, Tom John, do the thing, do do the thing, Tom John." Right, do the acting thing where you just make them cry, and then we. Leave. I I love the beginning of this. Um, when the bandit chief's like, "Well, what do we have here? And do they have any money?" And Tom Jones like, "We're actors." And Will's like, "That should answer both your questions." <laughs> yes, <laughs> extremely good. Uh, but so like Tom Tom John does his like thing. He does and, his like, bit, and Will gets so fucking smug about. It. He's like, "Ooh, they're gonna give us all their swords." Because <laughs> the thing, yeah, Tom John's very sure that it w- will work. Will is extremely confident that it will work. All of the fucking other theater kids are very sure. They're very sure that this is going to be another and then everyone clapped situation. Um, And everyone (laughs) does except for the bandit leader who does not have a single fucking sentimental bone in his body. He's like, I'm a very pragmatic man. Give me your fucking money. He's just immune to art. He's a born critic. (laughs) And then a milk jug falls from the sky and kills him to death. Well, the thing, because the thing is during Tom John's speech, like... Well, taps into the crystal ball dimension briefly, and he hears <laughs> the witches talking about this. And Granny's yes. like, "Ah, fuck! They're facing a conflict. God, give me that. G- give give me that milk jug." <laughs> and Magrat's like, "But I like it. I I love that. Like, just a frozen fucking bowling ball of milk just falls out of the sky and kills this man." <laughs> yeah. I like that Terry also devotes like about fifty words to. The fact that Margaret really did love this milk yeah. jug. Yeah. Like, oh. It's such, a sh- it's such a shame, ain't it? It's it's such a shame. Um, but yeah, so that it's- And then fucking Wimslow collects it up and hopes for a sugar dish to fall later that day. Yes. Yeah, I love That's it. very I funny. Love it. Just, just the way Magra goes, it had a daisy at the top. Like, yeah, you can't get them like that I had anymore. a fucking flat iron right there, Granny. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted if you to kill me, him. you were going to just chuck shit. <laughs> like, I got stuff. I could have handed you a brick. It would have been the same thing. <laughs> That's wild. And, like, th- this is an instance where, like, I wish we slowed down. 
and like maybe Tom John got right. a little development where he has to figure out that he can't keep doing the same thing. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, we gotta get to the the fireworks factory at the castle. I was gonna like, say, when are we gonna get to the play factory? <laughs> when do we get to the play factory? Like, no development for Tom John. Just thing falls from the sky, cracks this dude's heads open, and and he doesn't have to learn anything. I which do is love. Fine. I do love that Quell is like stubbornly like not thinking about it. He's just like, no, it's it's fine. It's just done magic. Sometimes bullshit. things happen. Shut up and get <laughs> literally. The around tops are whatever. Just like weird tornadoes. What weird tornadoes we're getting? <laughs> Yeah, I do love the amount of shut up and get in the car that Well keeps doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it gets more and more as he gets more and more upset with uh, the wood gathering. Oh my god, it's, the wood um, gathering! Yes, that's the bit. next bit here because this is where they're <laughs> they're so fucking traveling good. and they get lost and like the witches are watching them and Granny starts getting impatient. God, they're going the wrong fucking way. Let's okay. I'm ge- I'm gonna go help them. Hold on. Um, <clears throat> right before that, yeah, we get a like a little scene where they're talking about the the jug and like mm-hmm. a granny's going a little mad with power here. Like yes. <laughs> she yeah, she's pulled off a cackling. And, like, they're yes. like, hey, 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 give, hey, uh, not give that. Hey, hey, Esmeralda, did you just cackle a little bit? And she's like, no, maybe. Do you remember what happened cackle to Black Alice at the end there when she poisoned people? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honey, <laughs> do we need to talk? <laughs> Granny, you do not go full wit. Granny doesn't go mad with power; she God. just has fun. <laughs> <laughs> granny, see the the problem is that Granny is a combination of I don't go mad with power; I just have fun, and also that bit from like the fucking Hollywood parody ep- uh, Looney Tunes shorts, where there's that one guy who's like, "I go everywhere, I do everything, and I never have any fun." <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Granny knows that she can't let herself have fun because if she has fun, things go bad. Right. I had fun once and it was awful. It was awful. She, for everyone she else. Has yeah. reined herself in from having fun for the good of humanity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish I was joking. I'm not. No, you're right. Yeah, no, I believe it. I absolutely buy that. Yeah. I cannot wait until we get to Witches Abroad. That's the whole fucking plot. Is that Granny has so fun good. and and it's awful for everyone? No, it's like we we find out why she cannot have fun. Oh, okay. I look that forward sounds to tragic. That. She fucked once. <laughs> oh. Just no, she broke hasn't. that man in two. <laughs> oh, no, I know. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Um. But anyway, yes, the wood gatherers. Okay. Holy shit! Yeah, so the troop is fucking lost. They have no idea where they are. <laughs> They're like vague. They're vaguely in the area of Lanker, except they have no idea where to go. Yeah, I love um, when again, just a very quick scene setting that Terry does about um, uh, the big empty silence made by a land that doesn't have people in it and doesn't need them. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, like, I don't uh, completely unrelated. I've been thinking a lot about how uh, I don't know a planet doesn't need people. Um, weird mm. i'm just thinking yeah, yeah unrelated i'm just thinking about that completely unrelated to anything um i wonder if the ocean will still be on fire when this goes up in two um, weeks. anyway yeah i don't know anyway uh yeah uh, i don't know none of that needs to be on the show um no. anyway <laughs> but you know the- we leave that at the door we're in fun time discord <laughs> dicks right cloud mugging this podcast is completely apolitical it's only for the planet reading. is not your ally or your friend. Like it doesn't care. It doesn't care about you. You have to fight for it because you planet, have to live here. But the, the planet doesn't need you. Yeah, 
the planet will not indeed say yes queen like the planet will, does not support you. The, planet the planet will not, not thank will you. not tell you to treat yourself the planet does not under any circumstances gotta hand it to you <laughs> the only one who does is that one planet who is a green lantern in exactly the planet with sentience yes well, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like when Granny tries to, to fly through the mountains and she's like, I wonder if the land knows what I'm doing for it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't care. It <laughs> like, does not. It will kill me. Shit. It will just kill you. Um, anyway. I, I also I also quickly do like, sorry, I do really like as well that uh, with Terry describing the fact that people often have the misconception that roads lead somewhere. No, they I do was not. Just gonna they just have to that also. They, they just have to start somewhere, and this has led to a lot of people going missing. Right, this is how people mm-hmm. die. And there's there's the bit about how Quell is like dwarves have really good sense of direction, but only underground. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I I also don't like that Tom John's like, well, we can dig you a hole and you can figure out where we are, because like that also feels like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say a racist joke, but it's like, can you stop making these jokes, kid? Like, <laughs> they've also been lost for presumably hours, and they're like, you want a fucking hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, and tell us where we fucking are. I, I, he, he just, he keeps it feels saying more these passive things. aggressive. Like, yeah. I don't know. It feels, it, it feels like, it feels like Quell said, "Don't worry, I was born in the mountains," and at this point, Tom John's like, "Well, fucking tell us where we are, mountain boy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, well, we're in the mountains. You can see it on any atlas. And anyway, so to give them directions, comes, why don't we ask? Um, why don't we ask this weird artist. lady who's been following us and she keeps <laughs> hiding in bushes, following us for the past three miles? <laughs> it's super. So there's a couple of things that are really well done in the animated uh, adaptation, uh, which is so in in order. Like the three witches give them directions. And like, uh, do a very do separately very bad jobs of being yes. poor old wood gatherers. Yes, they all say, "I'm just an innocent old wood gatherer. Don't mind me." I think my favorite is Magrats. The fact that Terry does this again because he did this with the apple seller, yes. and now he does it with the wood. But the fact that he does it again, but it's still so funny both times. Is it, it feels like this is what witches are trained to know. Yes. Like, ah, yes. This is cla- <laughs> classical witchicism. Listen, everything about witching is just playing it by ear, except for the fucking easily seen through apple seller bullshit. Yeah. Yes. I, I love it. I think it's so funny. And I loved also that, like, the, the, the acting troupe responds to it with their own, like, part, where they're like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to, like, help yep. you across the river or, like, give our food to you. Well, yeah, because it's, um, it's, you know, you have to help the old crone and be yeah, nice to her, folk, or else she's going to turn out to be an evil witch and she'll curse yeah. you. Like, <laughs> right. Terry loves to play on the fact that we are a social species and thus we have created a bunch of bullshit rules. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone has to do the constructs. Like, everyone's just doing the constructs, but it's clear no one likes it. Like... Yeah, every, everyone knows it's stupid and not real, but also you're still going to do it. <laughs> like, you have to say, like, at some point when someone tells you to have a good day, you have to say, you too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or... Or it further embarrass yourself at one point when a cus- when mm. someone serving you food goes enjoy your food and you say you too and you realize ah oh, fuck no hang on yeah. social script you betrayed me <laughs> I can never come to this Olive Garden again I, I can never <laughs> return See, this, here yeah 
as a as a former as a former retail employee i always yeah. say have a good day first because yeah. i can then see the actual like gears turn and people have to go wait fuck hang on you beat me God. to it i do that all the time on the go phone ahead. when i'm like talking to whoever and i'm like yeah okay have a good day bye I talk to the cashier at Quick Check like I'm talking to a customer at work. There's no distinction in my mind. <laughs> Zach's stepmom has, um, like, when I first was visiting them, uh, when we were just chatting at dinner, uh, she she actually brought up the fact that she was like, I keep asking questions every time you eat. Can you tell I used to be a waitress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every time you put, uh, like... <laughs> It's just the rhythm you learn, yeah. like the weird things you pick up. Absolutely. <laughs> Granny gives them directions. She's like, okay, well, you went too far. You have to go back like a few miles and, and take a left. Um, and then they immediately get lost again in in the woods. Um, every every direction they give just involves turn left here or turn right here and you see rocks. Yeah. It's yes. like, no, hang, but yeah, you gotta, no, you gotta turn left at the big it. weird rock with a crack in it. Um, right. And then there's a bunch of rocks. <laughs> I think my this this is my favorite way of doing this joke. The only other time I see this joke done as well is weirdly in the American Office, when at one point a character just gives a description like, "Oh, you to get to my family farm, you got to go down this highway and then turn left to the uh, the big dead possum," and like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And then later on they go, "That was actually really accurate. Like, I could not miss anything for a mile." Uh, you know what it reminds me of <laughs> is like in the in the old days, like when motor vehicles like were becoming a thing mm-hmm. like the almanacs used to literally just say like go until you see a blue house and turn left i've never watched the office but like i i don't know what the context of the big dead possum is and all i can think of is like like on on the drive through like to like when when i drove from my old house in massachusetts to new jersey like when mark and i were looking at apartments mm-hmm. um I was like, like, like one a fucking landmark that I know from like years of like driving through uh, Rhode Island is the fucking Big Blue Bug. Every everyone knows about the Big Blue oh, Bug. Oh, I don't think I've been to Rhode Island enough to know about this bug. There is like a fucking pest control oh, company, yep. and on oh. the on top of a on top of a building on the highway when you're passing through Providence, there is a giant blue bug on top of a building, oh. and I see. And like when I saw that on my way home from Massachusetts, oh. I'm like, "Yep, almost home." Oh, I love that. Oh, it's so cute. Thank mm. you for this picture, Mark. Um, That's very nice. But but yeah, I'm sure that sounds fucking insane. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, listen, you're you're gonna know you're <laughs> on the right. You're gonna know you're like almost there when you see the big blue bug. <laughs> That's um, we don't use it for directions around here, but there is like, I don't even know if it's a lumber yard, but they just have like a huge like paul bunyan-esque dude holding an axe um who i think used to stand on a platform but perhaps it broke because now he's just like tied up on a tree um just like like <laughs> like he's tied to the tree so that he's standing up but 100 percent, that's like a similar thing that you could use for directions um <laughs> around here I was, I was just gonna do another bullshit thing like example from my hometown which is like oh yeah if you're looking for the hair salon if you pass by the two fake lighthouses with the sign in between them you've gone too far oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> for me it's the case of i i'm really not great with like street names uh today i was asked over the phone like oh like what because i i was like oh it's at my suburbs train station and they're like oh do you have a street i'm like no 
I don't. I just know it's the train station for the suburb. It is one train station. Mm-hmm. I I don't wait. Oh, and I realize. Oh fuck! Train stations usually occupy like two streets. Fuck! Hang on. Which street am I on? Oh god! Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Magrat's like pissed when they come up to her um, in the oh woods. Right, because she's just bored. She's been sitting there for like three hours yeah. or whatever. She's, she's been sitting it's there for three hours. Twig. She's mad that they're meddling again. Like, she she hates everything she's about She's mad this. about the fool. She's mad about the fool. She's mad about the meddling. She's mad about sitting in the woods for three hours. These boys want her to eat salt pork. Fuck them. Just keep going and turn left at the fucking rock. Fuck and off. Who, and who else fucking giving her attitude, too? And like, she's just not yeah. having it. <laughs> Quell, like, immediately gets this. He's like, mm, yeah, here's another one. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> and then by the time they get to Granny, like, does not even give her a chance to speak. He's just like, it's salt pork, take it or leave oh, it. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, because they get lost again. Give and us Quell just like, please. Quell just, like, stops the cart. And Tom's just like, it's going to get dark soon. He's like, we're not going to be here long. We're not going to have to wait long. He's like, just sit here. It's what fine. is the thing with them all saying, like, locks or whatever? I, I don't know. I think it's so. I fucking I don't know, but it's gonna come up a lot in Discord. I think it's just an old lady thing. Whenever like, anyone is pretending to be an old lady, uh, I'm 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 on a dictionary with British an expression of surprise or dismay. Oh, okay. So it's just yeah, like yeah, it's just it, it's an old Cockney ac- uh, expression. Yeah, because okay. I, I, I I'm like it's got to be like Laud, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's got to be kin to that. Um, okay, yeah. It's 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 basically someone saying like you forgot to say you see here. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard this particular one before. Can I mention something from the animated adaptation? Sure. Which is that again, as you said from last week, someone was apparently making fun of the voice acting, and that person, I need to know what is going on in their head because it's so good. Um, in the animated adaptation. Every one of the three of them is doing a distinct, a very distinct flavor of bad acting. Mm. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm very excited to watch this adaptation when we're done. Gra- Granny Weatherwax is like wooden and stiff in her delivery. Um, Magrat is forgetting her lines, and Nanny Og does not bother to even try and do anything. She's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, oh that, like I love Magrat for her. Like, the beginning when they're just like, so I bet you're a woodgatherer, huh? She's like, yes, yes I am. So? Yeah. I'm fucking pissed, goddammit. And then with Nanny, it's just like, hell yeah, salted pork, you got any mustard? Yeah, Nanny just gets fucking cozy. (laughs) You don't? Okay, I'll eat it anyway. What's what's in this bottle? And then, well, almost gets to say water, but Tom John's like beer. Yeah. And she's like... (laughs) And she just goes, "Mm, weak stuff. I don't know. Also, also, can I have a a light and also some tobacco? Uh, Literally... And she rides the whole way She's there with so them. Good. She's like, "Yeah, I'll take a ride. Let's go." And then, and she brings she brings them through the scenic route, and she's trying to like hype it up to Tom John to be like, "You definitely want to be, be king here, right?" And he's like, mm, "No." He's like, "Uh, there's like nothing is... here." She's it's like, like it's "Kind of the middle of nowhere. I kind of hate it." She's like, "Oh, but it's cozy. It's not like um a very like overly friendly Uber driver. It's a very overly friendly Uber passenger." Alright, so Nanny's taking them down the, the like, scenic route, and both Quell and Tom John fucking hate it. They're just like... Yeah. I love... I think my favorite line in this whole thing is, like, in in Quell's opinion, the town almost qualified as empty space. Mm. 
my favorite is when like Tom John says like hesitantly, I think that's an inn, and Noel's just like, yes, yes, it probably is. Probably is. is. <laughs> just <laughs> darn city boy. They have to show the script to the king, so they're like, oh, oh hold on. there's there's one bit here that's like this is just me being nitpicking, um, uh. but. It's definitely a typo where Terry says Granny, but it's Nanny who's in this scene. Um, so it's like... Yes, com- I noticed that It's too. comforting to know that he also fucked these characters up a lot. <laughs> yeah. And- I- but also, I-, I do like to imagine Granny is following the cart as they go along and just shouted that out as well. Uh, that's also fun. Oh. Yeah, it's fun to just imagine that she is there. <laughs> just from across Lanker, just straight... <laughs> extremely good that's very fun yeah i don't i don't like to pick on typos in these books but there have been a few um but that that one i'm like nope that's a different character yep yeah hey do you want to know like the worst typo that's ever happened to me mm. and that actually caused me genuine distress when it happened oh, please tell oh, me boy. oh no the alias of in in my fanfic the alias of ryoga when uh he's in his pig form is Pichon, mm-hmm. and i have a mm-hmm. fucking filter that changes any instances of my dead name to my new mm-hmm. one. Um, and I did have it set for my middle initial P to turn into my mi- middle name Blue. Uh. And so I did upload a version <laughs> of the chapter that had Blue Chomp. Nailed it. And people saw. Oh. I think you mean Blue Pool saw, Holly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. You said people. Uh. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving this fucking call. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll finish up without you, dear. Um. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Anyway, typos happen. Typos happen. Mix-ups happen. Yeah. Typo happened in this published piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever people hop on typos, I'm just like, asshole, you can't spell half the time. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. it's it's fine. Um. I just, I love that this typo, like, radically changes the scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just imagining her shout, yeah, just, like, shouting from a million miles away. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's watching them on the crystal and then just goes outside and yells. Yeah. Yeah, it just, like, op- opens the window, like, oh, for the love of strange. <laughs> they show it to the Duke, and he's like, wow. This is so good. It's exactly like how it will, was, not, hasn't mm-hmm. been. Well, I, I love I love the scene when Nanny reports back to Granny, and Granny's just like shelling peas, and like yeah, she, she's making she's like, she's like, my job is done. She's like, I did everything's going to work out fine. And Nanny's like, I think they might be here to do it. Like they're here to do a theater, right? Like they're I don't not. Know st- about I don't this. think they're sort of the castle. I think they're like doing a play, doing a theater. Granny's like, oh well, that's just their clever, clever distraction to to get into the castle. Obviously. <laughs> yes. All those boxes they're carrying are just full of weapons and armor. Don't worry about it. Weirdly, he doesn't like the place. It seems like he's not the like natural-born king. Yeah, it seems like he likes doing yeah. acting. Seems like he, seems like he thinks this place is a lousy piece of crap. Mm. Yes, I I do wonder like how much of that is also part of um the duke kind of turning this place into a piece of crap through his like sheer will yeah. and lack of enthusiasm for it true i'm surprised they don't because like we hear about the duke burning down houses all the time like why do we not rem- surely surely there must be some burnt down husks of well, houses i guess maybe that's what maybe that's what nanny meant when she said she brought them the pretty way oh. she avoided all of the burnt oh down yeah you're right yeah i didn't think about that 
<laughs> brought them the best possible way, and he's still like, mm. We brought them the best possible way, and we still passed three burnt barns. Um, I don't know what to do. Three's less than 18. True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, so this is this is the part where they're showing it to the Duke and the Duchess. The Duchess is like, you weren't there, were you? Right, the Duke's, well, it's like, Duke's no, like no, haha, no, yes, you got it exactly <laughs> right. It's almost like you were you were there. It's like, well, your brain better consider it. Definitely weren't in this place where this fictional thing didn't happen, were you? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, please give me the money so I can leave now, please. Yes. I I love that the Duke loves it, but in the way that it's like, not, again, not as a piece of art. He's just like, no, this will, this serves my needs. Yes. (laughs) The play is the thing. (laughs) The pay is the thing. We didn't even talk about that line. I loved that. God, that was such a good one. That was very fun. Um... And so he's like, when, when can you act it? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I guess tomorrow. Like, okay. It's, uh, we'll, we'll stage it tomorrow, you fucking Philistine. Yes, give us a hundred silver pieces, please. And then, like, bef- like before the Duchess can talk them down, like, he just leaves. He's just like, I'm just going to take this money. I'm going to leave. I hate it. I hate this. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate every part of this. Thank you. <laughs> I want to leave. I really like this this scene. I actually, I think this might be my favorite scene um, with the fool in the meadow when Magret shows up. Right. They have their little date. They have, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of cows. I love, love this. There's a bunch love of cows. cows. Uh, I love the fact that like it even comes up but like they're having this serious emotional discussion and the fool has to just push a cow out of the way. That's so good. Well yeah because they're (laughs) like the fool wants to have a date but like. Right. He's trying to be romantic. Yeah but like Magret's still mad at him and also Granny sent her out here being like go get some information from your boyfriend. Yeah Um, seduce your information out of him. Seduct him. Go seduct him. (laughs) Go and talk to that jingling friend of yours. (laughs) Give him something to jingle about. That's what God I was gonna say that's that's what uh, our parents used to say about me and Holly when they didn't want to say that we were dating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll talk to that jingling friend. God, a, su- a, a suit of bells jingled in ecstasy. Oh, oh. listen, go jingle his bells or something. I don't know. I don't know what people do. <laughs> he jingled jangedly down the stairs. <laughs> oh, he's got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I hate this. Um, Does he, you know, j- uh, mimes j- bells jingling? <laughs> God. Is he, you know, capers? Does he sound like a Christmas song? Yeah. <laughs> Magrat's trying to get information out of the fool, and he's like, oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you that this and this and this is happening. And that, that this this back gate will be unguarded like it always is. Yeah, I he um I just I love the the cadence of the scene because it's the Duke said to me he said don't tell the witches that it's tomorrow night oh mm. and she's like oh well you definitely shouldn't tell me and he's like oh definitely don't tell them that it's at eight o'clock like <laughs> but meeting for Sherry beforehand the Duke also is like oh I sure hope they come. right yeah yeah it's it's weird because it's hard to tell if the if the fool is being really like loyal to the the Duke or if he's not. I think he's found a loophole. Yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely found a loophole. But like, also, it's clear he like he wants to get this part over with because he just wants to have a date with Magrat. 
Mm-hmm. And then she fucking leaves, and uh, she she just leaves, gone. and he doesn't give, get to give her a tacky souvenir. He, I bought her this tacky love. skull necklace, and she left. All oh, this hot topic bullshit. I <laughs> it's love so it. Good. I love it. <laughs> I went to Hot Topic and Ankhmore Pork, and I got <laughs> God the the fucking mall on Ankhmore Pork must be great. On the fucking set of shelves where they have all those mood rings. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. He had to ask the clerk about, like, well, she's a goth, but also, like, she's a bit of a hippie. She's like a cottage, so... go- cottage goth? Like, yeah. She likes flowers, but, she, you know, she's into spiderwebs? <laughs> lot of silver. It's gotta be silver. Yeah. That's all I really know. Draws a, pi- draws a picture of, like, Lydia from the cartoon version of yes. this. <laughs> this, but, like, her hair is blonde. Um... God. Some, some Ankhmore pork kid with a nose ring is like, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we get the scene with, like, the witches, like, planning their their visit to the castle. And Granny's like, this is fucked up. The Duke definitely knows we're coming and he wants us here. He's doing some weird reverse psychology bullshit. I don't like it. Uh, headology. He's trying to do headology on us. Like, we shouldn't fuck with this. If he wants me there, I don't want to go. Which is also a mood. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, of course, Nanny has family who's, like, at the castle. Like, so she has intel of, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. talking about they're, they're talking about the actors rehearsing. And Granny's like, Ugh, actors. Uh. And <laughs> Nanny can't, just can't, says, can't abide they, actors. they yell so loud you can hardly hear yourself talk. Which is extremely good. I love that we get more of Nanny and Granny being the worst fucking theater patrons ever. Nanny has this crinkly bag of walnuts, like... And they're just talking. They are the worst. Oh (laughs) my god. Nanny's just like, oh yeah, this one, man, this one's gonna need a shoe to crack. It's like, oh my god. I cannot wait for this to be turned up to 11 when we get to the opera book. Oh, Oh, that's also... That's gonna win. It's also just like when... When, like, the play begins and Granny's immediately like, who's this? What's that? What's going on? What's all this about? That's the prologue. He's here to tell us what's happening. (laughs) It's so good. They have to have this prologue, guys, so you can tell, everyone can know what's understand, understand what's going on. I want to roll back. I want to roll back a little bit to when they get to the the castle and they run into the fool. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because Granny's like, hey, what's up? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Nanny's like, hey, what's up? She calls him Jingle Bells. She's like, hey, y'all been fucking? <laughs> like, yeah. How's the sex? You have bells on your dick too? Yeah, I bet. <laughs> when, when, when they're like, it's like, okay, I hope Tom John does this. They go, <laughs> Nanny does go, all hail King one yeah. <laughs> King whoever. I forgot I named him. The, the yes, dumbest name. Literally, I've forgotten his, this name of this baby that I named. It's, it's extremely uh, what good. What baby? <laughs> what baby? To be fair, they na- they they named him via like uh, shouting out two names at the same <laughs> time. Uh... And then like, there's also like the bit of like the fool is trying to have like a date with Magrat. Like he brings her to like one of the towers or whatever to watch the play from. He's like, yeah, we can see it really good from up in the turret. I put some wine up there. Hey, baby. <laughs> And a basin in case you want to wash your hair. Yes, because she, because mm-hmm. every time she does, she pulls the shit of like, I need to go wash my hair, and he's like, Oh, she clearly yeah, needs to wash a water her hair. Basin. You have to have something ready for her. her. Yeah, it's like, oh, 
<laughs> you can wash your hair because you hate me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Magrat's just like, oh no, this is the nicest man I've ever met. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, beans. Okay. Oh, oh beans. And the, the fucking, the alderman who likes, he's like, next to Granny and Nanny, and he's like, hey, is anyone sitting here? And they're like, yes. And then he's like, well, it's the only chair, so I'm just gonna sit down. And <laughs> Your friend will have King to find Barnes somewhere else to sit. Sitting there. He, he sits on a ghost. The footnote about, like, uh, astute readers will know that this is because the ghost king is there, and not because he used the phrase commence to start in cold blood, <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Again, Terry making up a guy to get mad at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this feels like a very specific thing that happened to him at a theater once, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who like, the fuck says commence to start? Um, do you guys remember, because I think about this all the time, uh, there was that movie that they made about the group of friends, who I guess this was based on a real story, who they had like a 15 year long game of tag that they did. I know what um, you're talking about. Oh, I've heard about that. And then that. they made like a stupid, boring movie that nobody cared about with like Ed Helms and, and yes. uh, Will Arnett and whatever the fuck. Um, but I always remember from like the trailer... There's like a slow mo where one of them gets coffee thrown on him. He's like hazelnut. What kind of bitch I... drinks hazelnut? Um, <laughs> and I just I think about that That's when right. whenever I get coffee because I drink hazelnut coffee because I like it smells. I'm just like what kind of bitch drinks What kind of bitch drinks hazelnut? I don't even think that's the line. But what kind of bitch says commence to start? Um, mm-hmm. Is is <laughs> Terry. I also love that, like, this beginning is described as, like, an office party where, like, people who usually see them- each other under a specific circumstance and now have to see themselves outside of those circumstances, and so they all hate it. Yeah. Um, Everyone's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, the-, the play starts up, and we get the prologue. I love, uh, Granny's like, that's nice, isn't it? Hello, Magus, welcome to the show. Puts a nice frame of mind on it. Um... And I don't want to tell Holly how to open the show, but I think Hello Maggots, Welcome to the Show is a good uh, new opening for us. I'll take that into consideration. That's pretty good. good. Is that what our our listeners are called? They're just called Maggots. maggots. (laughs) I love them. I love you, Maggots. (laughs) It's it's almost a slur. Mm. Cool. 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 We had this whole discussion about race and mm-hmm. stuff. After we just had all this discussion about not using those words. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know why you, you went there, Mark. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, God. <laughs> Now you've incepted that into my mind, and I'm going to be thinking about it every single time I open an episode. <laughs> well, there you go. My gift to you. <laughs> I'm mad homophones exist. I'm mad homophones exist. I'm also mad homophones Is it homophones? Just, just found out about a homophone. Damn, that shit sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> so this Grievo has homophobia in his eyes. God, 
this is also where we get Granny's, like, I don't like the theater because it's magic that normal people can do. Um, yeah. And, and they don't do it by the rules and they just alter the world because they like the way it sounds better. Um, it sounds kind of like... Like, she's definitely threatened by it, but it sounds like in a very particular, like, classist way to me. It's gatekeepy. Like, yeah. not to, I think gatekeep gets thrown around a lot these days, but she is, she's like, these aren't magic, they can't fucking do magic. Yeah, like, normal, normal people shouldn't be able to change the world, only I should be able to change the world. Literally. You know? She, she's trying to gatekeep this gaslighting. Oh my god. god. <laughs> this girl boss is trying to gatekeep this gaslighting. Fuck, fuck this. I was trying to work in that one as well. These books are bad, actually. Besties, do we stand this girl boss for gatekeeping this gaslighting? <laughs> Listen, I stand granny. I need to go throw yeah. up. I, 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 the show is cancelled. We're done. Like, I know we just hit one year, but fuck this show, actually. I hate it. The fact that we've just hit one year and we are on Weird Sisters is very worrying to me, by the way. (laughs) I should say. Ah, five books We read five books in a year. There's a lot of books, Holly. It's not a big deal. When I saw your tweet that it had been a a year since we started this podcast, I turned it to dust instantly. (laughs) I felt good because I realized, oh man, I actually read five books in a year. Exactly. (laughs) Holy shit. I think actually I'm trying to think of when uh Mark and I started uh Cryborg 009. I'm pretty sure it was like July of five years ago. I think July of 2016 is when God, we that did. That sounds right. Cause like It feels like an eternity ago to me. Yeah. Well, I, I was living back in my my old apartment back when you guys started. Right. Um, and that does feel like an eternity ago, and I'm like, no, that was five years. And I was like, what? <laughs> Time's dumb. Time's time's so dumb. Time is dumb. Anyway, happy first birthday to this show. Uh Yep, yep, woo. we join uh the the Twitter for Cryborg009 joined Twitter July twenty sixteen. Yep. Oof. Yep. The last episode came out July twelfth, twenty seventeen. I went to the, the Discourse Twitter page and it did the balloons at me and I was like Wow. <laughs> happy birthdays, <Uh-oh>. Lord. <laughs> Happy birthdays, Lord! <laughs> Happy birthdays, Lord! Uh, so, so they, the play starts, um, and and Wells, in this this manic stage managering um, of just <laughs> screaming, going to have a fucking heart attack. Ah! And he fucking channels like I don't know what this is. I know it's a reference. I don't know exactly what it's referencing. This is the. Give him hell for me. <laughs> yeah, that's very fun. Um, it's this is just when what every you middle. Stick your hands into your best into a pile of goo <laughs> that used to be your best friend's face. You'll know what to do, Marge. Forget it, Tom John. It's Chinatown. <laughs> it's Chinatown. <laughs> uh, this is like the worst like high school play that Well has to try and wrangle. Yes, um, because this is all like the bad actors from the troupe. Like it's all the inexperienced yeah. people. So he's like the oh bad God. actors doing their worst play that doesn't. This is literally a bunch of fifteen year olds, and and Well's like, all right, what are we? Evil hags. I can't hear you. Evil hags. Dark and midnight evil hags. <laughs> it's very. <good. laughs> I it's so good. He's like, "All right, you got to so go out there. You got to leave it all out there, not just for me. <laughs> Don't just do it for the captain. Yeah, <laughs> but for Tommy and Jimmy. 
he's broken out of it by the fucking shitty wobbling piece of tin. <laughs> right. That they have he realizes the, the fucking sheet metal sheet sounds like garbage and he's like, oh god. We are I'm I'm so upset I'm both upset and also happy that it didn't come up in this reading. The storm's gonna fucking make his comeback, baby. That's, I'm looking forward to it. Like Woo! I I mentioned this last episode. I'm excited to see that storm come back because I know it has to. It's I'm just like, like in real life when it's about to storm and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm pumped. <laughs> Ooh, I I do also I do also love this just uh hearkening back to the real world thing of Macbeth being kind of considered a bit of a cursed shitty play. Mm-hmm. For the Royal Shakespeare Company, mm-hmm. no one likes doing it. Yeah, yeah. you can't say it's, it. It kind of sucks. <laughs> um, so so, well, well, doing all this. Tom John's like, hey, we don't have a crown. He's like, I have to have a crown. I think we, I think we left our nice crown in that last place. We Which did. is, su- it's such a mood because, um, like I've mentioned, I I used to do like touring theater, so all of this is very hitting me where i live this is very this real? Is extremely real for me but like hearing that you left a prop at a former like site is like oh no yeah we did that a lot did that mm. a lot oh it rained and we had to just gather everything up and run away like yeah that happened a lo- oh i forgot something whoops I'm like yeah. i've i've lost many a prop <laughs> a raccoon is now playing with that exactly somewhere. uh raccoon with a little crown Oh, <laughs> the the whole thing is like he has to go digging into the prop box for another crown, and the only one left is that is that shitty one that no one likes to use because it doesn't look crowny yeah. enough. It is of course the real crown, and we end on um. It would be nice to say it tingled under his fingers. Maybe it mm, did. Yes, the tingling. And that was our reading for the week. This is really good. Yeah, things things are cooking. Things are really. I feel like things are like progressing in a way that feels natural. Like it's very like relaxed and feels like it has time to breathe Mm -hmm. more so than the other books. Like, welcome to the standard pace of most Discworld books from here on out. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's not perfect, but like it's so much. It's like I feel relieved from the pace of the other books where things just kind of like jump forward. Like yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna say, this one feels like it has like a ramping, rising action. Whereas let's compare to um, Equal Rights, which has like just fucking nothing, and then suddenly, oh fuck, right, action, uh, right, yeah. okay, well, shit. I feel like because like now here with the the play at the castle, you definitely get the impression that like okay, Terry thought of this, mm-hmm. and and he thought of like the Ankhmo Pork City stuff, but like. We had to stitch them together somehow, so like a lot. Of, sometimes a lot of the stitching is is weird, but it's like now that we're here and we're doing the show, I'm like, okay, this part is like now we're in it. Where yeah. I'm like, I'm really excited to read the rest of this because I'm just like, it's all downhill. I'm like, this is it. This is yeah, we're doing this, the damn thing this now. Is the last acts. I'm like, oh, it's all, all it's all coming together. Cronk voice, like <laughs> it's it's all coming up. Fool. It's all coming together. Uh, everything's coming up, fool. Um. <laughs> Well, not really. He's having a hard time of it, but like yeah. the king's son, he's got the crown. Everything's gonna start. You know, it's gonna pop off. Like stuff's yeah. gonna pop off. And yeah, it's the last last part of the book next time. Um, but yeah, I, I this has been such a good book. Um, even it has d- been. Despite I'm so excited for this to be the norm, pretty much for the <laughs> going forward. Despite my my miss 
my misgivings around like the the fantasy racism stuff um that you know we're we're kind of kind of dealing with um but like yeah like this is a good book um i'm really mm. happy with it i'm he explores it more like the fantasy racism and i guess i want to say he probably does better it's been a while I will say he definitely does yeah, better. I, I, Julie mentioned a couple things last time that that it seems like seems like he works with it a little better. I I, I think I, I'm I'm coming from the perspective of kind of like well of this part I actually did not really make the same connections uh, you folks did mm-hmm. weirdly like it, that didn't hit my radar at all. But I totally mm-hmm. get it. Um, but I will say, in, similar to Well, when he talks with Tom John in the previous reading, I feel like this little bump is so like fine because uh, he's very much earned it in future books. Okay, where he actually fully discusses the issue and it's like, ah, yes, okay. He does not understand it because he mm-hmm. cannot, but he very much gives a very accurate reading on the situations and uh, the mood involved. Okay. It's a sense where I'm like, I can feel you want to say something more. Like, I can feel you want to go into this more, but you're just not necessarily giving yourself the room to do it or you haven't given yourself the right context. Um, or, so it is, it's good to know that he explores it more later. Because, like, the the big one that's, like, the subject of, like, a couple of books, honestly, is trolls versus dwarves. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I will be interested to see that. Yeah. Uh, Mark, do we have any questions? Um, we do have. We do have an email here. Um, oh. Oh yes. Okay. There are there are some questions here now that I've double checked. Woo. Um. So we have a letter from Elijah, uh, who says, "Hello, Discourse Pod people. I would just like to thank you for all for a wonderful, funny podcast you guys made." As someone who read the Discworld books in order, it's interesting to see someone going on the same journey I did almost three years ago now. And your podcast has made me consider going back to the series and reread uh, some of the earlier ones again. Uh, and they ask, to Holly and Julie, which of the Discworld's non-human races would you want to be? And why is Holly's a dwarf? <laughs> I can't believe this person got you. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Um, excuse you, excuse you, I would be a vampire, first of all. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with being a troll. Trolls are good. Because, here's the thing, here, here's the thing, vampires are able to swear off blood if they are able to transfer that, uh, like, manic obsessive energy to something else, and I'm already mm. doing that with a lot That's of shit true. in you my just life, write even more so. fanfiction. That's true. <laughs> oh my god, I have so many Warhammer <laughs> God. Convert your bloodlust into writer's block. <laughs> yes. Actually, well, well, I mean, not not to really, like, push myself too hard, but like, oh, werewolf. Werewolf will also be fun. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Just immediately taking the opposite stances. Because, yeah, the other one is like, you're like, oh, I'd like to be a troll. It's like... Fuck, I would have liked to be a dwarf, though. Mm. <laughs> See, the thing, like, d- dwarf, like, troll or werewolf for me, because I'm like, man, like, werewolf, I just be a dog. That sounds great. That sound nice. Fuck mm. yeah. 
uh, troll, I don't have to think so much. Like, I genuinely I can't. Just be a rock. That also sounds really good. Jesus. Just Holy become shit. a rock person. Literally on both options, we chose the opposite ones. <laughs> Great. I love that. Uh, That's wonderful. And they also ask, uh, Julie, how's NSW treating you? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's been a... F- At the time of recording, uh, it's been very weird because, A... Uh, it's now school holiday, so I actually have some time off, which is nice. Um, oh, yeah. But B, we are now in another weird semi. Uh, it's a lockdown, but the government doesn't want to <gasps> call it a lockdown because calling it a lockdown will be very um, unfortunate and embarrassing for a lot of oh, yeah. reasons. Oh. So that's fun. Uh, and also, because of that, our planned like uh, mountain getaway was kind of nixed oh. thanks to that. So... Good times, luckily that's been solved, yes. <laughs> um, thankfully, <laughs> on an organizational level. Um, but also it's the case of, as a Department of uh, Education and Training employee, we're also maybe looking at, we don't know if schools are going back mm-hmm. to in-school learning next term in a week oh, or so, boy. because the cases aren't going down. Oh. Even though it's not a huge amount, it, that that's... It's the different perception of how this whole situation is going as a pandemic in Australia. Like, 30, ca- 30 cases is, like, a big number to us. So we're like, ah, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck. Um, so it's f- fun. It's weird. I at least now qualify for uh, vaccination oh, as a special ed teacher. So that's nice. Yay! Um, it's, it's a thing. I'm, I'm getting by at least... My partner, Zach, he had uh, planned vacation time off for this coming week because of our little holiday, but he's keeping that, so we're just going to have a fun staycation. A fun forced staycation. Oh, very nice. I mean, that's cool still. Yeah, the cats will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's most mm-hmm. important. I don't know. We're at a very weird moment here, and I'm, like, dreading what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Because, like... Yeah, for me, it's it's like uh, at least one person every day comes in. It's like, do we need to wear the masks? I'm just like, I can't make mm. you. Yeah, because yeah. like the the Delta variant has uh, reached every state now. Oh, I love that. Uh, That's great. Yeah, this is what it's what's reached here. Yeah, as well. and so I'm like, boy, that's worrying. And also, people are just acting like the pandemic's over, even though we're we've like barely reached fifty percent vaccination here. Oh yeah. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome to Australia. Like six months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. I will say to bring this on a lighter note and to be back on my bullshit, so I don't have to think too much about this pandemic. I'm more upset that there are now actual forty k tournaments happening in the rest of the world because, damn it, I was interested in the weird Australian meta Ooh. that was dominating the world <laughs> and the fact that. All of our lists made no goddamn sense to, like, all of them, the American players who were like, why the fuck are you bringing can these you, armies? What the fuck is Australia can doing? Can you give us, like, the the Cliff Notes version of what the weird Australian meta is? Because I'm kind of curious. Everyone said this faction is bullshit because the maths doesn't work out and it seems fun on paper but wouldn't work. Australia, well, we did it and it won some tournaments. Oh, fuck, we need to pivot to that. Oh, boy. Uh... Like, hey, what about this unit? Well, it doesn't seem that great. Oh, actually, it's kind of bonkers good. Also, Australian terrain actually makes sense in the layout. And then you go to uh, the US and there's this lovely term in 40k uh, 
playing uh, playing, which is called Planet Bowling Ball, which is when the terrain is so spaced out, everything can shoot everything <laughs> off the board, and that's what US boards look like, apparently. God. It's been very I'm fun. Very happy, I'm very happy for Australia. That sounds very fun. Uh, and that's that is all we had for questions in the Gmail this week. Uh, if you Elijah. would like to write us, uh, you can email us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com and ask us a question or just say whatever to us. We love emails. Yeah, lo- we do. love to get an love email. To get an e- Despite the fact that my job is every day I get emails. Um... Same. Opening up my email. Better not get any fucking emails. <laughs> oh, me opening my email. Better not be any fucking emails in here. Um, but the exact opposite of that. I... I love it when we get emails so jess where can we find you on the as online? always you can find me at several bad puns uh you can find the show literally anywhere if you just search for zlorf uh we're there um <laughs> we're there on the zlorf net uh <laughs> rate review subscribe um, yeah on the zlorf write a, net write us a review tell us what you think of us that's true we haven't gotten any reviews in Please a while do. uh and it's we're, we're a little birthday boy. Oh, come on! You gotta review us for Get our birthday. Send us a message. It's our birthday. If you would like, if you would like to give us a present, you can write us a review. That's true. Uh, or um, tell your friends about us. That yeah, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Um, inflict us upon others. That's true. In, inflict this this podcast upon other people. Um, uh, our theme music is done by Maxi Satan. Uh, you can find her on Bandcamp at Pastel Hand Grenade. Uh, she rules. Yeah, Maxie's great. Yeah, she rules. <laughs> Shout out to Maxie. Um, Julie, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W. I've locked account, but that's mostly due to the fact that public school teacher... Again, the children can know nothing. Ever. Fuck them kids. Um, yes. Well, no, I'm not... I, I can't <laughs> legally say or agree with that on multiple levels. Uh, code of conduct, code of conduct, code of conduct, yeah, code of conduct. Um, Listeners, just know, unlocked, every day, once a day, Julie tweets, fuck them kids. <laughs> That's not how... I'm gonna be subpoenaed. <laughs> um, this is... Oh, Jesus Christ. Parody right, satire, uh, parody satire. <laughs> I, 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 I am... I, God. I'm calling the NSWDET uh, crisis hotline. Hello, yes, um... I've been misrepresented Help. online. <laughs> I've been hacked. Hmm. So, okay, let me explain what a podcast is. Um... My dumbass American okay, friend so said was... some shit. God. I'm fucking thinking of, like, there, there's a there's a fic I'm reading where, like, Ranma is teaching martial arts, like, to, cl- like, a class for kids. And um, a, an angry mother comes in. It's like, uh, my son tells me that you called him a, I quote, little shit. Um, and he's just like, listen, your kid bit me, first of all, and second of all, your kid sucks. Have you ever thought of that? Oh, that's certainly a mood that hypothetically a teacher would agree with. <laughs> I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, you can find God. me on Twitter there. Um, again, send a follow or message request. Uh, I just have to uh, swim through the spam ones that get through. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies. 
that's where me and my partner uh, post have posted a lot of our Warhammer stuff. Uh, I really need to be better at posting more stuff. I've been too busy posting pictures of birds. I've been visiting my balcony lately, and that's fun. Oh yeah, they're I very that. pretty. I'm I'm very always jealous when good. you post pictures of birds because you have cool birds in Australia. That's true. They are very cool birds. Um, and I suppose you can find me just skip on over Twitter Mark? at you did it to me. <laughs> right, I had a brain fart. I thought I did. You could Mark, follow go. me on Twitter at Avengerfier. A V E N G I F I E R. Um, I don't even know what I'm posting there recently. <laughs> uh, Man, that's that's a blessed life to live on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> like, just be posting. I just be posting. Just just post. No thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, bitches do be posting. <laughs> yes. Uh. I'm bitches. I'm bitches. <laughs> yeah, just just follow me. I don't know. I'm funny sometimes on Twitter. Um. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Chum Personable. Um. I also don't know what I'm posting. It's just stuff. <laughs> um. You can find the podcast that uh, Mark, Jess, and I do called Lupin Lottery. Um. It is a podcast where we are watching all of Lupin the Third, and we are making our way through Green Jacket, which. It's weird because there's so much less green jacket than there is a uh, red jacket. It's oh, it's weird to think about because we've watched three episodes and we are already like a quarter of the way it's, done. Yeah, it's like it's... wild to me to think about the fact that we've watched most of Lupin. Like we've already done most of it. I don't. I I still don't think we're quite at the halfway point yet. <laughs> it just spiritually feels like we've watched most of Lupin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's a show that's been going for a while. It's fun. Listen to it. Um, you can find my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin, um, where if you if you go to if you join that Patreon, you get access to my Discord server, where I actually posted um, a piece of artwork that I did as a commission uh, early. Like I posted like works in progress and stuff. Yeah, I love that. Nice. Uh, so yeah, give me a dollar and you can see my art early. Mm-hmm. Yay! But that's it, really. Um, would you guys like to know where we are reading up to next week? Yes, please. I mean, we're finishing. We're, fin- we're finishing the book. Right? You better, you better save the fucking. Yeah, end. we are just. Straight up- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're reading up to the end. I like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, I don't. I don't mean to dunk on you. No, I mean to dunk on you a little bit. We are finishing Weird Sisters, and I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I do. We say the last line of the book where we finish it because I feel like we shouldn't. No, we don't. Okay. No, we, why? We, why? Why? No, would we? I, I mean, just because that's the thing. But like, I don't want us to give to, to give away the last line because that's no fun. No, usually when it's the last one, we just say, "Yeah, finish it." The end. The end. <laughs> um, but. We will see you in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See ya.
Vocal warm ups. Okay. I coughed. Everybody get all your everybody Unique get all your weird New coughs. Unique New York. <laughs> Sibilance. Red, Red leather, yellow, yellow leather. leather. Red leather, Sibilance. yellow leather. Sibilance. <laughs> Sibilance. <laughs> 